Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to another thrilling, throbbing, ooh, 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 that hurts, stop doing that, episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Stop doing what, Matthew? That intro. <laughs> well, the, that, or the girthy thing. Intro into where? <laughs> it's Jack, it's Ross, it's Matthew, it's even bloody Puppet Jack himself. Ooh. It's the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Oh, sorry, he's all right. Snapped he's a pro. damn neck. Yeah. All right, go on. Jack, how the hell are you doing? I'm not too bad, Matthew. Um, I'm glad there's been not all of the pay-per-views this week. That's been refreshing. <laughs> Isn't it great? No news whatsoever this week. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout-out to Aidan Gibbons, by the way. Mm. Uh, news. What does Tom call him? The tribal news editor-in-chief or something like that? I'm not calling him that. The right. silly news monkey, I yeah. think his name is. <laughs> the lesser news <laughs> given. Because um, he's, I mean, whenever something like this happens, he's got like a personal vendetta with CM Punk, for example. Because oh, well, yeah. But yeah, bloody hell, it's it's all changing. Yeah, Vince is well, he's still there. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. still about everything different, everything new. Vince still there. Yeah, how are you? I'm de- I'm in a weird mood because I'm kind of with it. I'm always happy seeing you guys doing the commentary. Yay, wrestling! But at the same time, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I had this recurring dream of me waking up in my bed, looking at my phone, and just said. Matthew, you're dead. Oh. I'm like, oh. But like, as if I'm reading the news on Twitter, like, hey, Matthew, have you seen the news? Oh, what's happened now? Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. And then I'll be like, wake up, go, oh, that wasn't very nice. And then be like, oh, I well, let imagine- me go back to bed. And then after like a few more, like, I don't know, minutes or hours without telling sleep, it's like, ring, ring. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Not only is it on X, it's on threads as well. I'm dead. <laughs> and I have to wake up again and go, that's twice it's happened now. So I'm a bit like... I've slept, but my body's like... That's a bit of a mad one. It's like getting hit in the head, like a pillow, really, when you have something like that, where you're like, I'm all right, but I'd like to sit down. But you get hit in the head with a pillow? As in, like, it doesn't hurt, but you're a bit discombobulated. Yes, thank you, Jack, for translating. I could and I say you... dumb stuff like that rather than articulate stuff like <laughs> I, used to, I usually do. I could imagine you pulling a stunt like that, though, IRL. Like, just going, sorry, everybody, I've just passed away. <laughs> and then, <laughs> sorry, I'm dead. There. And then just, like, a couple weeks later, how are you doing, pal? I'm back. Uh... <laughs> I kicked out a two. I think given Matthew's clout in the wrestling sphere, people would just be like, what's he like? They wouldn't be annoyed at him. They'd just be like, classic Matthew. That is Thought weird. you were Oh, I'd be sort of like, how did he do it? Like, a piano fell on him. <laughs> Your close personal friend, MJF. How are you doing, pal? Where are you? I've heard from you for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's never been. Lol. <laughs> He's been off this week. He's always been off his whatever. Was he hanging out with you? Oh. What do you mean off his whatever? What's that in wrestling? I saw his promo on a dynamite. Ah. Um, What else could I mean? (laughs) 
How are you, Ross? I'm all right. Aye. Nothing. Well, I got a hamster this week. Oh my god! A Syrian hamster, a big fat ginger lump, like me little brother. I can. Re- <laughs> <laughs> What's its name? It's called Bandit after Bandit. Bandit the cat from The Office. Okay. Save Bandit in this in the ceiling. Oh. We just have you only walk around pets at home, and you just yeah. one catches your eye, and it was just it was in this little box as they are with like two other ones. This big fat ginger lump. Well, like that's too small a space with this big fat ginger lump. So brought him home. Oh. I brought her home. Sorry, Bandit is a lady, but we knew this after naming her. How's um? How is she? How is she trusted you yet? Don't know yet because okay. we meant to leave them alone. It was only on two days ago because yeah. we're sat here now, so we'll maybe try and pick her up tonight with a little bit of food, a little bit of hay. Have you got one of them like <laughs> balls that they can run around? Oh in? yes. Ah, good. Got a swing. Got a dangly wood thing. Got a bridge. So time out. When you say a swing, like a, a proper swing. Yeah. Like... You, you, Chain it to the top of the, the cage. Oh, just I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm yet just... to see if it hops on yet. It's her. Her, <laughs> sorry. Her. <laughs> but it's hamster number two after Alan. Rest oh. in peace. Rest in peace, Alan. All right, so we're back Alan. in the hamster game. Love the hamsters. Alan and Bandit. <laughs> oh. oh, that's lovely. When you say Syrian hamster, I don't know much about them. Is that... So you like, get the dwarf the ones, right. tiny, or the Syrian ones, fat. Right. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if there's any more, but it, my only ex- exposure to hamsters is pets at home. And that's the two breeds they have in there. So we've had the dwarf once. That was a bit of an arsehole. So we're down the Syrian route now. Because <laughs> apparently they're quite nice compared to the dwarfs. Okay. Oh. As you would be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Thank you very much that's for that. No problem, eh? God. We cover everything on the show, don't we? It's in the, sh- the cage segment starting next week. Like Tubman in Japan. <laughs> hamster. <laughs> oh, people are actually going to want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, please bring photos next time. Right. Uh, the big news this week, three executives received seven-figure bonuses following the merger with the UFC. It's been teased for months, but obviously it takes a while for the paperwork and stuff like that. Like I'm finding out with me bastard move to my flat, which is still happening. Still happening? Uh... Yeah, because apparently it's a big backlog. So I was like, yeah, just wait. How long has it been? It's like, it's like getting a ticket, Argos, like... Uh, is it coming? Can't send me in the back. How long has it been since you celebrated? I think it was like, on the podcast. Like two months, I think. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just remember sitting. Yeah. yeah, I was happy it was over. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> where, 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 place, where thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's happened. Um, September 12th was a big day for WWE as the company's merger with UFC to create TKO Group Holdings was officially completed and the new organization was floated on the New York Stock Exchange. And they're all there and gathered about and people shared old photos and videos of when the WWF went uh, public. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, thank you. Once it went live, it's, like, it's not a website. Um, went live on the Wall Street and they had the, the wrestling ring and had matches and stuff mm. on Wall Street. This time we just had Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we needed, to be fair. Yeah. Him going like that. He, he, he traveled via coffin. Walking with his cane. And his yeah, knee. people said he... Did you see... Glenn, the, Glenn Jacobs was there. Uh, <laughs> did, did people see the cane or is it just because when he does the ear, you it's can like see like him? Like, so uh, right. Yeah. Wobbling his arms. They shouldn't have taken that, that final it, stunner. That's what they did. When he was just getting old, fine. But now he looks. Now he's trying to look young. It makes him look way older. Mm. Well, no, he's had like, stuff done over the years. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. But like, the, especially when he showed up in his fifties, like, but it's doing that. Like, oh the, yeah, yeah. We got, we've all got relative like that. Uh, but it's like it's just like the jet black hair and the mustache. I don't know what's going on. It's like even when I remember we used to get a Vince McMahon action figure in the late nineties, and yeah. it had jet black hair. Then you're like, wait, yeah. there, that's not right. Mm. Turns out it is now. Yeah, they've aged well. Yeah, so, uh, oh, people make the action figures are like, oh, that, that makes our job <laughs> way easier. Thank you, mate. So yeah, it's finally happened. Uh, so this was the first week um, ever. Yeah, it must be that the McMahons haven't been in charge. Well, the last Raw, yeah, but it was the last Raw. But, it, but the, the, the TV hasn't been ever. Without a McMahon in charge, I'm thinking about it. 
Unless I'm misremembering something completely obvious. Okay. Uh, Dick Thing, he had his um, little saying mm-hmm. stuff in the 80s, didn't he? What's he called? I've just Episode. got Dick Mychinko in my head, which is um, Ben Potter. Hello, yeah. Ben, if you're listening. Up the Hello, mountains. Ben. Up the mountains, Ben. <laughs> Starfield sucks. <laughs> um, well, Triple H fired him once. I love you, Paul. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there there we go. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. Maven was in charge of Raw once, back in yeah, 2004. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What a YouTube channel, by the way. I was just going to say, yeah. he's great, isn't he? I've he not watched it yet, I've seen, I've seen the, the titles and thought, that sounds intriguing, but I've never got around to watching them. He's, he does the. He knows how to play the game already, which is oh, really right. impressive, but it's good because there's one that says, um, what I, uh, which wrestlers I liked and which ones were dicks and he looks at everyone's got the photos and goes <laughs> <laughs> every one of them it's like oh he's just happy to see them oh, oh yeah. I remember him I John Senna I watched another Stevie Richards one he oh. didn't fat shame anyone this time but oh, he, was, yeah. he was breaking down the super kick that ended Bret Hart's career or the Goldberg like the thrust kick and it's just a lot of him like replaying it in slow motion and wincing and going that's terrible that's so bad it's just him going that's really a bad impact <laughs> Oh. And like, yeah, well, we know. Like, we know oh, that's team. a bad miss. Yeah. Right. Brett still takes a bump. Yeah. Well, he's he, just he, that damn good that he just made concussion. Well, he couldn't like, not take a bump. Just right, physics yeah. alone but pushed him to the floor. But it, I thought in my head he like crumples. But no, he does like a proper like the carpet being pulled, like the proper wrestling bump. And I was like, wow, he's all right. He's not bad <laughs> at the wrestling. So Stevie wasn't like, well, Brett was in better shape. No, he wasn't like that. <laughs> we need to get a video of Brett Hart watching that. Oh, what a God. video that would be. No, it really messed him up. Like, if you read his autobiography. Oh, watching Stevie Richards react to it, you mean? Brett watching Stevie react to it and critique the <laughs> spot. Just to see what Brett oh, would right, say. Right. Just yeah. Brett messaging Stevie's last going, are you free? Well, you know? <laughs> I was about to say, what, I was like, when I said it messed him up, if you read his autobiography, he doesn't sleep with anyone for ages after that, about three days. How <laughs> <laughs> long has he been? For, for years. Yeah. So, yeah, well done, TKO, our brand new overlords. No idea how it's going to affect anything just yet but it's fascinating the behind the scenes stuff anyway yeah. well, they're still staying, staying separate that was the initial reports a few a little while ago staying wasn't separate, it so, that's right. mm. but apparently there's going to be big layoffs in terms of not like wrestlers but in terms of company employees mm. that's always crap yeah. well they've been yeah. saying that for a while and it has been a while since WWE has had any layoff so you're yeah. like it's coming right yeah, but we have said that for about a year now so yeah. one weird. of your big wigs who got a big bonus has been let go I saw oh really the five million man I oh my his name. god I saw Kevin Dunn got like seven million that's yeah. oh um, yeah. Frank Riddick the third yeah Five right. million quid, now sod off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd be like, Severance yes, Bay, I, guess. I will leave. Thank you, with my millions. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see? Oh, my God. Adam's been doing these call-ins on his Twitch streams. Oh, God, no. Has he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just, oh. But it's not wrestling related. It's just he, he picks a topic and then goes like, tell me what's like the hill you're willing to die on, that sort of stuff. And someone rang him and went, so, yeah, I missed what the prompt was when I tuned in. I just I missed what the actual initial question was. But the guy, like, rings and goes, like, hi, Adam. Yeah, so when I was, like, graduating uni, they sent me on this course to, like, a like work experience kind of thing, like a sales team. But it turned out to actually be, like, a bit of a sort of a dodgy, like, sales company, um, which just went around. I was basically going around door-to-door selling milk. And Adam went, the modern milkman. Have you, have you heard of the Modern Milkman, by the way? Is that what you no. like, a subscription? Yeah, they yeah. deliver, like, a bottle. Oh, no, he talks about yeah. yeah, he's taught me about yeah. it. Yeah. So Adam's, like, Adam goes, like, it is, and the guy goes, yeah, it is the Modern Milkman, actually. And Adam goes, oh, I'm on it. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm subscribed to the Modern Milkman. And the guy goes, right, well. And Adam's like, what, what dirty secret can you tell me about the Modern Milkman? Oh, and no. the bloke goes, well, it's just that 
you know how when they deliver it, they deliver it in glass bottles like the old days? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, that's a deliberate ploy. And we're told to specifically target older, conservative, and Adam's face just tried. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we got him in chat, 4K, finally. And then he says older, conservative women, but by that point, the chat are already like torn. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's really funny, really good. Really good viewing. <laughs> God, it was, was Pachi all right? He didn't cry in his rose hole. No, but you just saw him kind of poppy. behind his eyes. God. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Starting off strong this week. Uh, Samantha Irvin uh, on X claims that Dewey turned down... What? That's a horribly written. Aiden, you should have proofread that before I copy-pasted oh. it. A, uh, she got mad on Twitter, or X, whatever, uh, about people saying, hang on, they clearly turned down Dom's mic on Raw when he first started talking. And she says, quote, one week the crowd isn't reacting enough. The next week we get the loudest reactions ever. And we mad at production. You know, y'all could just ask me instead of looking like bona fide haters. Just let me know. She said, Norfolk, Virginia easily bought the loudest Dom booze to date. Hilariously loud. This is exactly what it sounded like in the house. And y'all are the most nitpicky error of fans ever. Listening to the audio back, this is what it was like last night. I know you don't want to believe it, but it really was. You couldn't hear a damn thing he said. And every time he spoke, the crowd was the loudest I ever heard. Uh, I don't care about piped-in noise, lowered mics, or anything to do with production except the fact that they work their asses off to make split-second decisions and ensure the house at it and at it, uh, audience is entertaining experiences as much as possible. Thank you, though. Yeah, Dom's mic was clearly turned down oh, really? a bit uh, at the start. Because okay. he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, obviously, the crowd were booing loud and yeah, everything else, yeah. but they did. He was quiet. It's just funny that, you know, the WF back in the day used to laugh at WCW for piping in Goldberg chants, didn't mm, they? So I think that's yes, where people's... Were. Arses get a bit red. If that makes that's not the right saying, is it? You know what I mean, though. That's where they get. I like it. Upper height. You know? Right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, just because yeah. you know now they're doing the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. The hypocrites. That's right. They put the the Tory in the milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Matt Riddle isn't on Raw right now. Uh, it may be related to his recent airport incident, or it may not be. Um, the news came out about him speaking about his assault uh, that he had, and if anyone knows what that looks like, it's Matt Riddle, and. He, they then said on the news that, no, it wasn't anything to do with that. It's due to an illness. Yeah, it's all very strange. Yeah, but he was mentioned on Raw. Okay. But it was like, yeah, we're leaving this one alone. Yeah, yeah he's here, but not here. Show the move on. He's, yeah. a, he's an interesting one in the face of the merge. Like, anything, all that aside, mm. which obviously you can't just put it one side, mm. but just for the topic of this conversation, just with the merger and his history with the other half of it, mm. that's an interesting one to begin with. Yeah. This makes it even more interesting. Yeah, what's the story about... Road Dog was let go by WWF and 01. He went, well, I'll just go see my friends in uh, the WCW. Jeff Jarrett's there. He'll go to bat for me. And he opens the door and there's Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. All right. I'm sure that's like, like hey, Dana White. Oh, yeah, okay. that is interesting. Actually. Fancy yeah. a drat. <laughs> 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 this is the, the grandpa. <laughs> and then finally, so there's news to talk about. Uh, but we'll get out the way. Actually, there's a bunch of stuff happening. Oh, no, not finally. Santana Ortiz's social media exchange, not oh. part of a storyline, apparently, because uh. they are together, or they weren't together last time we saw them on TV at AE Dub, all mm-hmm. in. Uh, yeah, they were going on it. So what happened? Santana announced he's going to be a singles talent moving forward. Oh, they officially disbanded on AEW Collision. Obviously, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. When? Okay. How? That's what it says here, Mike. Wait, did they? Oh no, they did a video. They did a video package for just one of them, Santana. Okay. That's how guess, it started. Yeah, yeah. What a way to find out years of having your back meant nothing. Good luck without your crutch. Just remember, it helped you walk for the last fourteen plus years. That's Ortiz. Hope your it? legs are good, says Ortiz. Okay. Thank you for being honest for once, but you can't say it to my face. You know you still can, right? 
and says, first thing you said to me in 14 months, says Santana. No text, no call. Nope. I hope your recovery has gone well, but of course, paint me to be out to be the bad guy like you've always done. Guess you forgot about our last conversation about this. Either way, I'm happy. I hope and pray the same for you. Oh, my God. Oh. So we think then that it's, I mean, it's, it's pointless to speculate because it's probably all kinds of stuff that we don't know about and real life stuff. But it seems like there, it's Santana who's wanted to be a single star and Ortiz has gone, oh, uh, I don't know if that, I mean, that's probably not just it. But like, oh, they were such a good tag team. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look right when they came back, though, for the Wembley show, did it? Because Mike, Mike Santana came back with his uh, new name and new like gear. Mm. Completely different to Ortiz, and they wouldn't stand next to each other. Yes, they weren't. I don't think they interacted with each other. They did once. that ambush uh, on the faces, but from opposite. Yeah, <laughs> it was a pincer movement. It was yes. really weird. Yeah, it's a great tactical move to be. It fair. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't fault them. <laughs> they were proud, proud and powerful of that. Yeah. <sighs> and then finally, William Regal continues his campaign against Clinton Baptiste. <laughs> what, from like, Phoenix. Yeah, yes. Of a word. <laughs> William Regal is a man you don't want to get on the wrong side of. With the former Blackpool Combat Club mentor, known for being one of the toughest dressers of a generation, one person who has gotten Regal's bad side is Clinton Baptiste. With the controversial psychic having drawn Regal's <laughs> ire, Regal once again called Baptiste out on Twitter using some choice language. "Quote: The only real psychic in the world is Ramon Tamine. May not be watching you, but I always am, Baptiste." Time is not on your side, you charlatan custard foot toss pot. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that he goes back at his uh, long story career, um, yeah, Banana Grove and the Phoenix Club. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to. I mean, fair play to Regal. Everyone wants to know, like, did did Sam Punk confront you? What happened with the yeah, talk? Yeah, yeah. What, were you accused of being Triple H's stooge? And he's feuding with Clinton Baptiste, right. a character from. A sitcom of the 2000s yes. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Next could be beefing with Garth Marenghi. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Butterfield, Richard all I the oh, greats. Oh, hmm? Richard Ayoade, but it's all kicked off about him today. Oh, oh not God, him. really? What? What? What's he just done? Sat down. Oh, it's not, he's not, like, assaulted anyone or anything. He, he wrote a positive review of Graham Lenehan's book, um, and everyone's like, Richard. Dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a weird one. Yeah. Ah, well, that was the news. <laughs> No CM Punk mention! Yay! Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame! Ah, the Hall of Fame segment. And Connor sending order from last week uh, with 10% of the votes, AEW All Out 2023. It's a disgrace, Ooh. isn't it? Really? It's a disgrace, isn't it? Bloody really? hell. What's the, what's the crap with that? They've gone down in uh, the reviews like the audience attendance. <laughs> it was a fantastic show. Dog Meltzer, 29%. Bastard. Dog Meltzer? Dog Meltzer. Meltzer's dog. Meltzer's dog. Oh, right, dog. He gets all the news. Okay. He's the loyal news hound. Uh, 60%, of course, of course. What else in a podcast with Tom and Ross talking bollocks for four hours? The podcast table, which threatened to give out on multiple times. Oh. It's not threatened to give out. I'm sitting here now, fine. Meself and Jack, when we're on the podcast, the table never goes like oh, that. All right, okay. You're right, that's it one time. Going, ah! <laughs> the table was like the bloody Titanic, wasn't it, last week? <laughs> so was, was the table... You're, you're right, right, that's why like, what, what does Tom do differently to Jack? It's like, <laughs> I've been waiting nearly the entire time today to prove a point. It's Tom and his reckless table. You're right. Why did you're right, you're right. Because it kept going. Oh, right. No, it Just, does. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird design. Yeah, because right. Tom realised, oh, if I do anything, it's going gonna, it's gonna to move. So I'll have to just keep on doing that thing. Every, every 20 minutes. We saw yeah. the game, didn't we? He just kept going like that to have to mention the table once again. So it's won. Yes, it has. Bloody hell. Wow, well worked. done, podcast table. You've all been got sheep. Uh-huh. <laughs> like all the AW news, it's all a work. 
Well, well done, podcast table man. What is your thing for this week? Okay, Jack taking Tom's place, I guess. Oh, is it Tom who did yeah. it? Oh, it was Tom who did it. Tom I'm me, yeah. sorry. So, He's scandalous, is Tom. Mine involves something that was that happened to the England women's rugby team during the last Women's Rugby World Cup, so a couple of years ago now. But the reason that I saw it floating around again, it seemed to have re-emerged because it's currently the men's Rugby World Cup, right? Um, it's just, they're being interviewed on tour, these three England players. They're interviewing each other. They're all sat there with a microphone. There's an audio element, don't worry. And they're saying, like, what are you going to miss most? What are you going to do first when you get back home? Like, when we, when we get back to England, we're all feeling a bit homesick out here at the World Cup. What are you going to do when you get back home? And it's, this is what she says. Okay. We are definitely now on the home straight, aren't we? Are. Yeah, we are. What are you most excited to do when you get home? Have a wagon, mamas. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just, they're, kind of, they're all like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 it's just a slight emphasis on the word. Yeah, have yeah, a wagon, mamas. What you can do, professor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just if, I can't show the video obviously because it's not our footage, but the other two go like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. surprise. Yeah, I try to think like, how can we? That's a nice pick, but are we gonna put? Well, your vote's the Hall of Fame this week. <laughs> having a wank, <laughs> having having a wank. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. Yeah. If we do, but having a, a tough wank, one. Be, it's <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, who's not gonna vote for that? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah, the big Quaker demographic got going on. I'm not going to appreciate that. Peter K joke. Man goes to the doctors because there's something wrong with his private parts. And the doctor says, can I ask you a personal question? Do you, do you like... And he goes, yeah, yeah, sometimes. And he goes, magic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm second because so the dog melts it. Uh, my pick is me and Tom... Did a little watch along before this, which is <laughs> the longest cardio in all of uh, bloody podcasting. Was the uh, the Q mentioned this week? The Q? The Q at Wembley? The big revelation from last week's podcast? What was that? Matthew's, oh, the... Matthew's gonna... <laughs> he's gonna... Oh, 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 he's right, gonna right, F... I'm on with you. <laughs> well, before Wembley, Matthew made the plan on the, the Smackdown review to <laughs> F and S his way around Wembley. Oh, I... <laughs> And apparently he got approached by someone oh, looking for, an, for an oh, F and an S. Wait, so, like, well, it's not, I've said this in a few of the podcasts and he hasn't responded yet. But I forgot because obviously the two, I do this. I do the podcast with Tom and they do this. And then I go home and, you know, have a wagamamas. So <laughs> I'm a bit discombobulated. So I say all this dumb stuff and you just don't think twice about it. So mm. it's really weird when someone comes up to you at Wembley and you're on the streets <laughs> up Wembley Way. And everyone's like, oh, oh good, Matthew. Oh, thank you for going to the podcast. And someone goes, so when's, when's all this wanking and stuff? Oh, uh, right, right, right. I went, huh? He went, you know, on the podcast. I went, oh. <laughs> and he kind of expecting. And then I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just kidding. Unless, you know, like, <laughs> like just what well, right here in the Weverly. Way. All right, fine. Someone came up to me. We it was after I'd done What Happened At. So after, oh, yeah. after we'd finished it. I just gave the camera and the mic to Pierce and he ran off to do the real work and edit it together. And um, I was just saying hi to everybody who'd stuck around. And everyone's asking, like, oh, what was your favorite match? Have you had a good weekend? All wrestling-related stuff. And one guy goes, you and Owen need to sort out your tactics on Football Manager. <laughs> or sort out the staff. He's like, you need to hire better coaches on Football Manager. <laughs> like, thank you, mate. Well, you did, but for, you do get that initial, like, what? And then you realize. Yeah. How did it? No, I'm not going to ask how <laughs> <laughs> I know, there's lots of people that was quite a mouthful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, to nothing, no, no, what? My, my Hall of Fame this week, believe it or not. <laughs> it's the man I'll call Mr. Number Nine. Uh, no, no, it'll it's, be around a no. week in about a year's time where you're like, remember now, pal. <laughs> <laughs> he finally came through. 
No. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget his final words to me. He said, less teeth. Oh. Um, my pick for the Hall of Fame this week, to, uh, long story short, is been watching the Rumble 2002, the watch-along, where me and Tom just talk bollocks and watch it with you. I guess if you're lonely, want to hear two men talk about stuff and read Power Slam magazine and see how negative it was at the time. And I remember that when I associate Rumble 02, it's not Jericho Rock, it's not... Uh, Something, I think. Mr. Perfect coming back. It's the spot where the hurricane makes his grand entrance after Steve Austin has just decked everybody and then Triple H making his return after tearing his, uh, you know what, and the his quad. Door down. It was actually his quad, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Was quad, yeah, yeah. it? In my head, I'm like, no, that's Kevin Nash, the only <laughs> man who ever torn his quad. <laughs> yes, it is his quad. And the double down, and then Hurricane comes out and does his poses and stuff, and the crowd are like, oh, Hurricane, he's got this. Hurricane goes to Chokeslam, Triple H. Steve Austin gets up, goes to Chokeslam, Steve Austin. And he's like, it's going to happen, right? And they both give him this look like, no, it's not. And they eject him. Mm. I still watch that moment and think, come on, Hurricane, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> what if he on them both? Oh, imagine. They, they, they get up instantly and go, no, no, that didn't hurt. But, but yeah. that would have been fine. Mm. But, he really does have super strength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he did it. Like, oh. Then two seconds, they get up. Like, no, you're uh, up. But um, I just love that moment. Yeah, it really emphasizes great. that anything can happen. That Rumble, this this low card dude can take on this upper card dude. Mm-hmm. And that when the when there really was tears on is the it Rumble. That Rumble, or is it no maybe two thousand one where Austin's on his own in the ring and then Scotty's the next one out and he's like not he's dancing nervously down. That's the ring. one. Ah, right, okay. No two, Maven, star of YouTube, oh, yes. kicks Undertaker out. Yes, and. Then Undertaker just battles him for five minutes. Right. Scotty comes out and he's banging it, banging oh, it, that's banging it. Sorry, it's then, not then, it's, t- it's I don't forgot about this yeah, moment because yeah. I can, we just, literally just watched it. Undertaker punches him and knocks him down, and his music stops and he punches <laughs> him. <laughs> um, yeah, I've mixed up just I think just Austin just doing all that. And, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. 2002 is a good rumble. It is. Mm. Mr. Perfect. Goes Mr. Perfect gets one of the biggest pops of the night. The Mr. Perfect pop. Yeah. Yeah. He's right in at the end, isn't he? Yeah. And all the commentators like, wow, he looks great. Looks so good. He's definitely not going to last four months before yeah. we have to get rid of him. So, yeah, I so that is the Hurricane Helms spot from Rumble 2002. It's a good pick. He was the first wrestler who made me realize I'm a very small man because I, I had that in my head, that spot, because Triple H and Austin, especially Triple H, but Austin as well, they're kind of towering over him. Yeah. And then he was next to our table at WrestleCon 2016 in Dallas. And well, he was comfortably taller than me and Ross. And I was just yeah. like, this is an awful thing. And he's a cruiserweight. I, and he was ripped yep. and in fantastic shape and handsome. And I was just like, you were meant to be a little jobber, man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah. American oh. wrestlers, especially back then, huge. Yeah. And he went, you're from the Call of Harlock? And he goes, yeah. He, he goes, didn't. You got to suck me off. <laughs> he went, no, no, that's the other one. He went, oh, sorry. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Oh, right, you. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why have you turned Hurricane into some kind of... <laughs> You're from the Suckaholic? Oh, no. Coming soon. <laughs> to only fans. Yeah. Depends on how this merger gets us, but... Mm. Ross, what have you got for us? Follow that. I'm going to have to go for a thing that's happened in the last 24 to 48 hours. I don't know exactly when it happened, but Osprey's tattoo. How <laughs> oh. wonder who's going to bring it up. It is absolutely fantastic. Do we, have a, do we have a picture of this, Joel? Joel, if you wouldn't mind, just type the people in who watch the video tattoo. version of this podcast. So everyone knows the attendance for All Out, All In, sorry, was announced as 81,035, I think it was, to be precise. I'll, I'll take that one. Number Something here. like that. Um, 
You might have to go. Will mate. spray. <laughs> will oh spray God. affect my tattoo? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair question. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> we had the attendance announces, the record breaking, like biggest crowd ever, all that sort of stuff. And I'll spray it to commemorate his massive match against Chris Jericho. A big win at the National Stadium gets this tattoo on the back of his arm which has the attendance there, oh. 81,035 at the bottom of it. Oh. And then the whatever council of wherever London, uh, Wembley is in London. Um, is Brent. It, yeah, the Brent council has announced the the actual like amount of bodies that went through the turnstiles, which I guess the, the, maybe 81,000 was the paid attendance and the 71 is what actually was in the stadium. Because we all said, didn't we? It didn't look as full as we thought it was going to say. Right, we thought it would. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the actual, you know, the amount of people through the, the turnstiles was announced as 71,000 or something like that. And Osprey's tattoo is now wrong in a way. Yeah. Apparently he's deleted the... That was the, a funny the, video. The, the I thought he should have video, that up. He's yeah. laughing at himself, yeah. My mum hates tattoos. I've got one and it's bloody wrong. He should have yeah. left that up. Yeah, all the next video of us is, you know, his mum hitting him with newspapers. I thought this is why I hate tattoos. <laughs> oh, he just didn't need that bit at the bottom. Yeah. It's an easy cover. You can up. get that off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just underline it. Oh, so the Roman Roman numerals are they? That's a clock, and it's like the time and the coordinates, and the it's the coordinates of the stadium. That'll be the year, what, isn't it? What, MMX. What, in case you forget the, where it is, that'll be yeah, the year yeah. and the month. The MMX. Yeah. Also, Hello, I think, Uber. I think I'm at MMXX. Uh, <laughs> I think there's also somewhere the time the match started. It's like eight twenty-seven or whatever. Yeah, but the the, the wrong bit is yeah the attendance. You know what'd been really funny if you got that tattoo and then Meltzer just gave it like this scathing review. <laughs> The worst match I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Stops giving him, from then on, it's ruined. Stops oh, giving him five-star matches. Osprey's digressed so badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, Melton was yeah. never going to not give Osprey versus Jericho his two As soon as it was announced, he got the, like, all right, yeah. the, the stamp he, of five stars. I think ready, he gave but... more to FTR in the Bucks, though. It's the Bucks. Well, I mean, it's, it's the other boys, isn't it? Yeah. It's not yeah. FTR, though, but yeah. Lovely boys. That, that match was better than FTR in the Bucks, though. IMO. Ooh. I liked it when I watched it live, but I watched it back and I just realized I don't like the books anywhere near as much as I used to now. <laughs> it's hard when they're next to FTR, who are like the coolest yeah. and best FTR who team. do wrestle tag matches with the tag and in and out uh, for five seconds. And the young books who are like, lol, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the refs aren't going to do anything. Yeah, We pay them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going off the topic there. But there was a, so Osprey's bad tattoo. Well, it's a tattoo. I wouldn't say it's a bad one. It's just not quite right. Mm. <laughs> okay. So this is interesting because I think I remember when Tony Khan was asked on one presser, so, oh, you sold this many tickets. All right, well, will you break it down or release the numbers sold and everything else like that? And Tony Khan's response was something on the lines of, would you ask the WE this? To which a lot of people online went, ugh. And, but it's like, wait, people do do that for WWE. Yeah. And also, did you notice on Raw, or on the topic I was going to bring up, but I'll bring up now, when Mr. Xavier Woods was talking to Drew and talking like, oh, Kofi this, Kofi that, when Kofi beat Daniel uh, Bryan in front of 82,000 fans. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's not right. And Wikipedia mm. says 70 to 80. But like, it was a very mm. specific number. Yeah, it was yeah. just a slightly bit more mm. than 81,000. So, I mean, who cares, really? It's only funny when someone says it is and it isn't. But now it's if you a, say it and you got it's, it, it's like, it's all right, become, fair, no one would care. But full-on battle on... Yeah. X now, isn't it? It's become the most boring wrestling discourse at the minute is the, the attendance war. What, even more boring than CM Punk? Yes. Yeah, you got yeah, CM yeah. Punk, you got yeah. demographics below and yeah. then all the way at the bottom's attendance. Yeah. And <laughs> um, what's the reason you're not watching the NWA? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, oh. wow. Those are three dodgy picks I ever saw. <laughs> uh, Jax is 
Uh, How are we going to list this? Having a wanker mamas. I'm not going to say no, wanker No, wanker mamas sounds even worse. No. Um, having a wanker mamas. I don't know. So we don't get sued. We'll think of something. Hurricane Helms, uh, wanking off Austin and McMahon, okay. and uh, Ross. You've just made up a, a random sentence. Yeah, there. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We've got to get the, got to get the, got to, this is what I'm against, having a wank. <laughs> Hurricane Helms um, nearly chokeslamming Austin and Triple H, and Ross's is Will Ospreay's tattoo. Will Ospreay's yeah. tattoo. That's all we'll put. That's all we need. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Happy voting. That says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Smackdown. No Reigns, no Ripley. <laughs> More like Friday Night Lockdown. Oh, that's good, that. Yeah. Charlotte Flair and Shotzi, I already hate it. Team up to beat Damage Katal after Asuka distracts the heels by stealing EO Sky's belt at ringside. Asuka and EO have a stare down afterwards. Backstage, EO confirms that she'll happily give Asuka a title shot. That was nice, but yeah. yeah. I thought the match was a little bit naff, but I guess that was because the only thing people are going to talk about is Brock Lesnar explained to us years ago with Seth Rollins at Battleground 2015. Is because they'll just be talking about Asuka and a slightly updated look and her now new challenge for the title. Mm. Mm. At least it's getting us towards the match. Charlotte and Shotty's a weird. Charlotte as a face is still weird. I don't like it. I don't know what she is. She's a she's a face. <laughs> she's a face who just happens to be better than everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a nice double knee from Io while Charlotte was whopping the figure eight on Bailey, which was mm-hmm. gnarly. As was Io's shoot Hurricane Ron off the top rope. That's about it for me notes. I've got Shotzi making a hot tag more dramatic than it had to be by dropping to her knees randomly. What a worker. <laughs> Fantastic analysis. <laughs> oh, Can Errol well. Helwani say that? <laughs> no, he can't. WrestleMania 4. <laughs> Knobhead. It's got to be a joke, right? It's got to be. Oh, it was a tournament. <laughs> yeah, ooh, tournament. <laughs> Backstage, Jimmy Uso still thinks he's in the bloodline. I hate this now. Heyman, <laughs> Heyman tells him, what's up? What's up? To Roman Reigns, who isn't here tonight, as you've said. Heyman walks off and mocks AJ Styles, who threatens him, only for Jimmy to rush hour and take care of him. Heyman makes a call to Roman. Call Roman Reigns. Huh. It's great when he does that. Yeah. So, uh, but, so nobody um, told Jimmy Uso he was out the bloodline. So he's heard Solo say last week that they'll decide when he's out the bloodline. So now he's back in the bloodline, even mm-hmm. though he's done several things now to display he's out the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And now Paul Heyman left him hanging as well for a fist bump, by yeah, the way, in this yeah. segment, which wasn't the best thing to do. That, that tells me mixed signals as well. So either Jimmy and Paul are in cahoots, because if you go back to the SummerSlam turn where Jimmy left the bloodline, mm-hmm. definitely left the bloodline, definitely. Heyman didn't look shocked. I remember making uh, that point at the time. So there's potential that Jimmy and Paul are working together, which again wouldn't make much sense. But this was bollocks. Well, he's not. <laughs> they tried to make it sound like he was like. There's a difference between being in the bloodline and in, and he kept like doing like a emphasis on in in the bloodline. But I'm not buying it. Nah. I think they've I think they've floundered a bit. Yeah, I hate to say next. it because it no, it'll sound too negative. It's not well, not one of these. Oh, what have you done for me lately? It's been an amazing yeah. run, but this is a low point. Yeah. Like, but we said that before, you know, when Cody didn't beat him at WrestleMania. It's yeah. like, all right, fine, fine, fine. So I'm interested to see if it does recover. But right now, whatever. But you yeah. can have an amazing Wagamama. Mm. And if it, if you I, don't I that, finish yes. the Wagamama at the right time, oh my God. it turns into a horrible Wagamama. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a horrible Wagamama now. Okay. We're in like hour three of a Wagamama. That will just... Three hours of a Wagamama. It's it's like a pepper army stick at this oh. point. This Wagamama. We, we could have ended it at the half hour. 
even that's maybe a stretch. We could have ended the 15 oh, minute you, Wagamama. <laughs> yeah, I the Wagamama's gone. on the uh, Wembley toilets, wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's leading. LA Knight arrives and cuts a promo on The Miz, as well as Kevin Nash getting a stray round, but a collateral damage there. If I was a complete moron, I'd say, look at the adjective. Play. But I'm not a complete moron or a butthead. <laughs> In all fairness, Kevin Nash started this by saying he just, a, just a rip off of the Attitude Era, whatever he said. This is why I love Kevin Nash, because he gets wrestling so much. It's all about the money and all about the business, blah, blah, blah. And he knows when something, oh, is this real? Or if it's not real, whatever. I'll make it work. I'll make money off of it. Headlines. Which he said about other things he's been talking about with like, uh, oh, what's his name? Ricky Morton and stuff like that. We had that dodgy indie and all the other stuff. There's clips of him freely on his magnificent podcast where he, it's so weird. You do, do follow that on YouTube because obviously it's the podcast, breakout in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So you'll get like the big old podcast and there's bits broken up. So it's like Kevin Nash on America's Wrestling Race Policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Nash on Noam Chomsky. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So. Yeah, there are plenty of clips easy to find of him trashing LA Knight and just saying he's a rip off the rock. He does this and this. And he goes, I- I've gone off in personal against the dude, but he's just said, like, all he was missing is if you smell and all this stuff. <laughs> so he has been saying stuff about him. And then, but then he's gone back and gone, oh, I wouldn't mean it like that. Yeah. Like, you little. <laughs> it's like, here's a clip of me saying something nice about him. Here's a clip of him saying something negative about him. Either way, I'm going to be wooden. <laughs> and yeah, so he gave it back to him. And crowd didn't react at all, so it's just funny because it's, it's a niche one. It is a bit niche. Yeah, maybe for the kids who are there. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> They're not gonna get are they? Maybe no. I don't know. He's interrupted by Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, which is like if you select the same character in a fighting game, <laughs> uh, who claim to be the only undefeated tag team on the roster. They argue back and forth, leading to a match between Knight and Theory. Despite interference from Grayson, Knight manages to win. Yeah. Yeah, there was a hell of a power slam by LA Knight into a reversal thingy. That's what I've written down in my notes, so it must have happened. And there was a shoot BFT for the win. (laughs) Uh, It was nice to see Waller's work, like, getting involved, slightly distracting Theory in the build of the finish. But it's just, Waller's a lot better than Theory at what they are doing currently. Yeah. Because they're both kind of doing the same thing, aren't they? Like, brash, cocky, younger man. Yeah, I can't work work out if they've paired them up to help Theory, because he kind of needs a bit of a boost, or whether it's to elevate Waller, because if that's the ladder... Well, well, he doesn't need that. No. He doesn't need yeah. it at all. Have you seen the Suicide Squad, the one with Cena? No. There's the meme going around where it's... Joel will out. Cena. Joel has. Yeah, Cena and his elbow, and he describes Cena's powers, and he just goes, he does everything I do. And Cena goes, yeah, but better. Okay. <laughs> That's just these two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've... I'm like you. I'm like I'm not watching the match and going. Yeah, what are they doing with you? Like was, Can they do anything with them? Yeah, even Waller on commentary had like he was given more than what Theory normally does when he's in the same position. So oh, great! Yeah, which is the bare minimum. Jim Ross does more than that. <laughs> Imagine Jim Ross with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory's giving. <laughs> wow, what a great move! My chair hurts. <laughs> oh, he oh he did a weird retweet the other day. Oh, oh my god! Was he horny on main again? Or, well, yeah, about um, Rebel or Reba. Boomer Sooner. Yeah, did you see it? He puts yeah. the boomer in Boomer Sooner. Like, there's a baseball. I know they're both from they're both from Oklahoma and that, but oh yeah, there's a baseball lady as well. He keeps retweeting. I had a mutiny okay. the other day because it, it was I logged on X twice last like early in the week, yeah. and both times it was Jim Ross retweeting the same. <laughs> I don't know what her account is, but it's just this scantily clad middle aged lady. I'm like, I don't want to bloody see this, Jim. Yeah. The, the, it's not time for Wagamamas yet. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> The rebel one was just—it was like a picture of her in a bikini, but like, or like something, not wearing like lingerie or a bikini. Right, I can't right, remember. Right. But she's facing the other way, 
arse out, and Jim just goes, boom, the sooner. And then, and then, and then the, the smiling cowboy hat emoji. Because so... it's him. Yeah, yeah. That should be the unhappy cowboy emoji. Uh. I love you, Jim. <laughs> you've, you've literally turned into Bruce Pritchard's impression of you. Hey, shy Ben's getting out, as we say, up here in uh, Newcastle upon yeah. time. Yes, they do. <laughs> Backstage, AJ Styles says he'll beat Jimmy Uso tonight. Elsewhere, Paul Heyman is asking Adam Pearce, who is being traded from Raw to SmackDown. Pearce, of course, doesn't know because he's useless. Ellen Knight barges in, wanting a rematch with The Miz. Heyman introduces himself to Knight and says he's a big fan, but warns him to knock next time. Knight gets in his face and he leaves. Ooh. Yeah. It's a tagline for a feud with Roman Reigns. Oh, good. Knock first. Who knocked first? Oh. LA Knight did. Brandon That's who did. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, this trade at a SmackDown thingy could be linked to a, a big slice of news we haven't brought up on the podcast yet. Not, uh, oh, that's right. Gable Stevenson's been removed from the roster. <laughs> Jade Cargill is apparently finishing up with the A-Dub and going to the WWE. Mm. Also news this week, Jade Cargill returns to AWTV. <laughs> yeah, but I'm assuming she'll lose that title, man. Because they brought it You'd forward to so, Rampage, right? haven't they? Because yeah. I assumed they were going to do the build for you know, either Wrestle Dream or... Or Grand Slam yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's going to happen on Rampage on Friday and apparently she's finishing up and going... Across the I borders. hope not. I hope not because really, she after is all WWE that, though. if you look ugh. at what she brings to the table, yeah. she is more main roster WWE than AW. I'd say. I'd say so because do we know how to treat the superstars like superstars? Absolutely. Yeah. Jade's going to make enough money to live in a gold house uh, after this. I think that AW did do a good job of presenting her for a while though. Yeah, yeah. for a while, and then yeah. it was like, all right, so what's your plan? Just keep on doing that. Just keep on doing yeah. that. And you just, you got, I got sick of seeing her. Like, oh no, oh no, another it, yeah. match where she wins really dominantly and looks great and stunning. Oh, I'm bored of this. Gorgeous, as always. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Gorgeous. I've got an offensive scoop. accent. I've got a scoop as well. Charlotte Flair hasn't slept since this news broke because she's basically just Charlotte, isn't she? But better. <laughs> Ooh, no. Maybe not wrestling. Oh. You know, I'm just saying. No, just she's, oh. she's a powerhouse. Charlotte's a technical all-rounder. Charlotte's everything. Yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine it, though. Jay Cargill comes in, you know, steamrollers through the roster, then gets to Charlotte oh. Flair. And then we see the title drop and shenanigans come back mm. up just mm. so Charlotte can stay on top, brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were ready for Asuka. Oh. <laughs> still a missed still a missed opportunity, that one. Yeah. That was a joke, by the way. I don't think Jay's a better wrestler than Charlotte. Because you can't I joke do. on podcasts anymore, can no. you? <laughs> no, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll be the man to say it. Uh -huh. Jay's better than Charlotte. Uh -huh. Well done, Papa Jack. <laughs> My literal soft puppet doing that. Oh. Uh -huh. uh, wait, 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 wait. The Judgment Day arrive, minus Rhea Ripley, who's wrestling in India. Uh, oh, that was the only thing we saw. I think the only news everything to come out was, was it Walter and Shanky? Aye. Walter. Gunther and Shanky yeah, going yeah. at it? Yeah. Aye, it was. Yes, it was. Crow going wild. Like all Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so such a heartwarming clip to see happen. For some reason, Deadlock PW, or Deadlock, the pod, their podcast they do, have been doing this thing where they keep doing Johnny Ace impressions, but like it's him trying to deal with stuff backstage in WWE with whatever show they're watching on that episode. But he just keeps getting distracted and talking about like, Mrs. Baba would never book you in a Wrestle Carnival. Just stuff, just all Japan stuff. And it just reminds you that, oh yeah, he did used to be like a tag team. It doesn't uh, seem real, does it? No, and the fact weird. that, as I probably said in the podcast many times then, um, yeah, apparently she was like, he was Mrs. Baba's favorite. Really? We had a gnarly surfboard, didn't he? Or a skateboard or something? <laughs> in all Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's beating Kabashi <laughs> with the surfboard. <laughs> 
the very serious wrestling promotion, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they brag about their accomplishments and say they're taking over from the bloodline, but are, inter- but are interrupted by the brawling brutes. Ridge the Fridge warns Bala that he should be wary of Butch. Bala laughs at this, but Butch breaks his fingers. He's like, don't Rich, you? Yep. That's a silly manoeuvre, isn't yeah. Rich also said, I've made a bad hab- made a habit of breaking fellas like you, which I thought was a weird line for, uh, for I him. I mean... Mm. It's, it's, it's mm. not real. No. Uh, <laughs> <But> it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the popular good guy. Remember I injured all those people? It's like, oh, Jesus, no. Oh. Strange line. Mm. Mm. This seems to attack match, which the Judgment Day win. Ha ha. Afterwards, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley arrive for a stare down. Bobby says it won't be the JD replacing the bloodline. It'll be himself and the Street Profits. They are not heels. They no. are cool, now they're good guys. Yeah, or maybe they always were. Yeah. Okay. All right. I still believe the intention was to make them heels because they took the theme away that week, didn't they? Like they were going to give them a new one, but then they've just gone back to being the Streety Peas mm. with yeah. Bob. I think maybe they also realized, wait, Judgment Day and the bloodline. We can't have another... I honestly think guys who are evil especially, you need more good especially with who returned on Raw and the feud that set up Triple H just too many heels he just loves having heels mm. no there's not many faces mm. well, Imperium as well even the faces oh. like Rollins and that aren't really great guys <laughs> he said on Raw didn't he I'm an arsehole yeah yeah <laughs> but I'm a fighting arsehole yeah <laughs> that means it's okay <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I've been that pub <laughs> I'm a fighting arsehole <laughs> hey the big news though watching backstage during this match making their big return to television pretty deadly Mm. Yes, boys. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a return, hasn't it? Yes, I forgot one of them was injured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad the. Did you like? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot one of them was injured. <laughs> I am struggling to read today, so I thought I'd say it like that. <laughs> I did find it funny as well on commentary. They gave Ridge the blame for Elton's injury, which. In reality, on X.com, Ridge had to say, no, it didn't happen here. It wasn't my fault, that one. <laughs> it happened a bit earlier. It wasn't yeah, my the fault. The other ones that were accidental injuries were my fault. Whatever. <laughs> the good brothers and Mia Yim are being silly billies backstage. Oh, God. He got his Finkel impersonation on TV. Yeah. It's good. Oh, the crowd, they love the Kevin Nash reference from 96, and they love the Finkel reference. Oh. Watch out for that. Choke slam. That was good. He is. He did a good impression. Ross's but no one was cares. good as well. Yeah, yours is not, not as good as Gallows. No, but yeah, it's like he's alive again. It's incredible. Yeah, it's really good. He's only alive when impersonating better people. <laughs> Isn't that right, Kane? An angry AJ Styles arrives and slaps Anderson's phone out of his hand. Angry that they weren't around when Jimmy Uso beat him down earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you guys doing Finkel impressions while I was getting beat up? <laughs> hey, it bleeds on from last week though, because like, don't get involved in that bloodline stuff, lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. stay clear. The escalation from the minor disagreement to the slap of the phone was instantaneous, and he's, he slapped it really hard. It's like, no! I was like, oh my god. That's such a rib. The brothers play on each other, innit? <laughs> Getting the real phone and really smashing it. Really smashing it. What, what a ribbing, ribbing to net. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like the territory days. I'm when Dory Funk Jr. Bro- broke my iPhone. <laughs> Anderson says he warned AJ not to get involved, like you said, and AJ says he doesn't want any of them to come near his match tonight. Fair enough. All right. Useless. Yeah, that useless. Don't even come around, all right? <laughs> In the main event, AJ beats Jimmy Uso, thanks to help from Good Brothers, I guess, but is blindsided by the Judgment Day afterwards. They roll AJ back in the ring for Solo to hit him with the spark. So Judgment Day and Bloodline... I feel like last week maybe I missed something crucial. Judgment Day and the Bloodline are friends. They're still working together. They had, like, a weird working relationship a few months ago, didn't they, on Raw? Oh, That's right. right. Oh, it's still alive. Yeah. Sorry. He was like, can you get rid of these lads for us? Yeah. It was uh, Sammy and Kevin up from right. the right. Okay. Long-term storytelling. Mm. Yeah. Getting hey. rewarded for watching every week. Paul Heyman's still booking. But elsewhere, they were like saying, like, we're going to wear the new bloodline. We're going to take over their spot. And now they're helping them. Mm. It's weird. Bloodline, like, you're not. 
<laughs> we might. know you're not. You know you're not. It's all right. There's a weird little match, this one, though, because Jimmy takes yeah. this bump at the start where he gets kicked in the hamstring in the rope. He, he, took, lands, the Mr. he took the Mr. Perfect bump. Yeah, lands yeah. right in his neck. Yeah. Mm. And then it was sort of like, oh, is he okay, I think? And then it was just going a bit slow for a while. Then it sort of went, ba ba da Yeah. And <laughs> that was good for the gears, Matthew. Um, Rome, Roman's ordered Solo to be there, I guess, is what... When Solo came out, because he wasn't around earlier, I think he even mm. said he wasn't at the arena, mm. that he was there at the end. Um, I don't even know. It was weird. The, the crowd was sat on their hands for this match, which, did, which didn't help with the sort of... Cause it was all like more drama-based than you know moves and whatnot, wasn't right, it? Right, right. Um, but yeah, just a bit of a... I don't know if it was just the crowd or whether it was just an underwhelming, well, underwhelming ending of the show. Yeah. I can't work it out. I think it's a setup to stuff mm. to come. So. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. AEW Collision. Ricky Sarks is a nasty man. John Moxie beats Action Andretti in an open challenge for the International Championship. Uh, God, the crowd were very, very popular here for John Moxie. Yeah, mm. John Moxie. They even brought up like the Bizarro Land thing. Oh, like. Kevin Kelly must have said that about 50 times yeah. in this match, didn't he? It's As the, the kids kid... say, uh, <laughs> Bizarro, because you might hear things that you don't want other people to hear, like you and Discord by uh <laughs> right pal. And... Uh, I thought Moxie looked all right here. I think this match went on too long or longer than it needed to because it's collision. They, everything goes on longer. So, But actually, Andretti just, I think he was exposed out here. Do you think? How so? Just, it just You look at him going, is there any difference between you and the other flippy lads in nah. this position? Mm, you don't really have much personality. And they even sell in commentary, well, you know, we can win the, he can win the big one. You're like, he won once against Jericho. I like that was his gimmick. He only beats main eventers. The modern-day maven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit... Uh... To be fair, though, what sets him apart is his entrance. Because he leaps through the bottom and middle ropes off the floor yep. into a handspring, like headstand spring thing. Yeah, he's Nobody like... Nobody does that. He's like, um, what was he? The British wrestling guy who saved British wrestling. Size him. Justin Sizem used to do a bit of that. Did he? He did used to do you that. Yeah, what? stuntman Sizem. Oh, he he could, could wrapped do it, up in his No, it wasn't his entrance. <laughs> he could do a he could do a spear from the yeah. floor into the ring. It was amazing. Ooh. It was really impressive. Um, and in hindsight, he, he was right. What about British wrestling? Yes, well. he was. He was right all along. Yeah. Where did he go after World of Sport? Just going back to the film industry, I believe. All right. Oh. I mean, he looks amazing. So yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, it looked like Moxley hurt his leg in this match when he jumped off the top rope into like a roll through because he was sort of hobbling. But then I think it was just a sell and just, started, to, yeah. just for something. Yeah. And then action, you know, did his thing off the top where Moxley had to come towards him. Otherwise, action would just splattered. And right. you're like, all right, yeah, cool. And then I like the finish though, where action just healed it up. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to do for the stomps that he does. Moxley grabs him, puts him in yeah. the the bulldog choke. Nice I thought that was a nice finish, but. Nigel McGuinness would have got a smacked bottom when he got backstage, I reckon, because he compared Moxley and the sort of bizarro world reaction he was getting from the crowd to Jack the Ripper in the 1800s. Oh getting cheered even though he's a bad boy. Right. What is it with wrestlers and Jack the Ripper? That's <laughs> another what one. do you mean Jack the Ripper got cheered? Like <laughs> sold out Tory did. Of late. So you got Finn Balor, NXT yep. TakeOver London, Sting, All In, Nigel. Maybe, maybe... <laughs> what a ripper. Maybe Guy Fawkes would have been a better... Because he, he, nice, yes. he was a nasty man, but he's like become a, like a folk hero. Not Jack the Ripper. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's cropped up again on this podcast as Jack. Yeah. yeah. It's mad. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It is crazy. In a video package, <laughs> Roderick Strong is flanked by the kingdom. It's so good. And tells Adam Cole that he's changed. He says he's going to win the Grand Slam tournament and beat MGF for the title, but he still won't be happy. 
because he just wants his friend back. Unbelievable. I love this. Sad we, little bitch, we were, Roderick Strong. <laughs> we were quite, I think we didn't realize that it was deliberate at first because we were all like, oh, this Roderick Strong stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. No. Yeah, because he's not, he's working into his strengths and his promos. Yeah. Beforehand, you're like, look at this guy. He sounds like a bitch. But I was like, <laughs> oh, his character is that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that's great. Roddy Strong's always baffled me because I've always thought he looks like he should be a really good, just cocky heel. Like, I'm better than you. Like, he just looks like that. Mm. But no, he's better at this whiny stuff. He's better at being like a nerdy little whiner. <laughs> it's weird because yeah. he looks like the frat boys that Rossi's on Northumberland Street. Yeah. yeah, avoid them at all costs. Yeah, um, but it makes me makes me feel how they, like, think about how the kingdom are feeling because he's speaking about being alone. How must that make them feel? Because they're with him, but he still feels alone. Mm. Oh, I'd be conflicted if I was either one of the kingdom lads, Mike Bennett, or the other one, Taven, <laughs> Taven, <laughs> Matt, the other one, Taven, <laughs> former. Former Ring of Honor World Champion, Matt Taylor. <laughs> yes, infamously. Nobody yes. likes that one, do they, though? Remember, the, it was like eight, 17, 18 sort of time, maybe, 2017? Yeah, he beat Jack the Ripper for it. <laughs> yeah, no, this is fantastic stuff. Chris Statlander beats Robin Renegade to retain the... I love that name. Uh, retain the TBS title, but Robin and Charlotte attack her after the bell. Uh, Jade Cargill makes her return to save the day. Here she comes, and there she goes. But lays out <laughs> Fatlander afterwards. She kisses the title belt, make it clear she wants it back. Mm. Do you reckon there's a chance that Jade was obviously getting pitched returns and whatnot, and then Tony was like, you're going to come back, still as a heel, still going after the TBS title. And she was like, ah, oh, bollocks. Uh, I'm done. See you later. Maybe. Nothing new. I, I think maybe they already knew that she was wanting out, and then goes, all right, well, we'll do something with you. We'll use you to get someone over. Yeah, put put Chris over yeah, in right, a proper yeah. match um, because she hasn't done anything for months. It would be, oh, yeah, it'd be hilarious, did. like the idea. I know we all, we all like the idea of her moaning and being very ambiguous, but kind of crapping on AEW while she's away attending film premieres and just being amazing. And she comes back for it. Hey, I've returned. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though, because but his AEW could be possible. I guess you just reminded me there that Statlander only beat her after she'd already wrestled a match. So yeah. Yeah. and again, lots of people were like. Hang on, this doesn't make sense. It make, makes her look silly uh, because we've skipped all the other Jade matches we have in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, what? I've been watching them. She's what? been doing this and challenging more, more, and oh, whatever. Mm. Wonder what the reason she is, like in storyline, still being with Mark Sterling. Cause it's all his fault that she's yeah. not TBS champion. She just defended against uh, what's she called? I call it live Valkyrie Val in my head. Tyre Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, she can wrestle again." Mm. Frankie Monet, <laughs> as she was for a brief time, wasn't she? Yeah. NXT, in NXT. A small dog. Oh, yeah. in NXT. You know, I, trying, I remember the names. Like, where, where was she? I, she yeah. was in NXT. Yeah. Yeah, right. really briefly. Yeah. She had vignettes and never really. Every, half of AEW were in NXT for yeah. like three weeks. Strange. Good times. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, thanks, Jade. Ruby Soho and oh, the match was just whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Ruby Soho and Soraya say that Tony Storm has lost her mind and they need to smack some sense into her. Elsewhere, Tony Schiavone has a sit-down interview with Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli. Eddie claims that when Claudio left the indie scene for WWE, he didn't do business with Eddie, which I think is him saying that Claudio didn't want to lose to Eddie on the way yeah. on. Uh, Kingston wants Claudio to put the Ring of Our title on the line at Grand Slam and offers to put his New Japan strong belt on the line too. Claudio Ooh, agrees. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Claudio agrees great here. Claudio agrees on one condition. Once he beats Eddie, they shake hands. Claudio admits that one day he'll lose the Ring of Honor title to a better man, but that will never be Kingston. That was a good line at the end there. Yeah. I think this is one of these things where... They've done this in the past with the the Young Bucks. Was it the Young Bucks? Oh, yeah, the Young Bucks, FDR, and then the uh, Kenny Omega bit with Jim Ross, where it looks like it's a really long bit, and they've just cut it to hell. Yeah. It to hell, and you're like, this would be nice if they upload the whole thing, but yeah. I guess they've got other stuff to be doing. But what they put here was, was nice. 
spot with Eddie going, remember, remember, and Claudio ignoring him. And then like Claudio finally saying, oh, I'll put that business to, to one side finally. And he's like, oh, you do remember, you do remember, I knew it. You know, I hated Claudio in this, which is the point. He's <laughs> like, who do you think your parents would want me, want you to be more like? Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> and it's the, the bit where he's just like, you remember why I hate you? And he's like, I have no idea what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, oh, you arsehole. You can just it's imagine, oh, can't you imagine us bringing home Claudio as a friend, <laughs> a Swiss Superman, mm. six foot four, mm. his massive pepperoni nips. So, <laughs> <laughs> one time, I never noticed them until seen a point them out. I'm like, God, they are big. Like. One time when I was about 15 or 16, my mate from school and his family went to Cornwall on like during the Easter holidays and they were allowed to take a friend. Like The kids were allowed to take one friend each and I was my mate's friend who got brought along, right? So I was the plus one. Um, and then... His cousin, his like mate, also what basically there's three of us knocking about, and one other lad who was just really handsome and like a surfer and stuff. And you could, you would just heard overheard like the parents and that even going like, "God, Henry's a handsome lad, isn't it?" <laughs> and it made us feel a bit like, "Well, we're handsome." Yeah, you don't want to hear like, your parents yeah, say that when well, you can hear well, them. It wasn't my parents because it was my mate's family oh. I was staying with. But I remember us being like, "We're handsome too, right?" Not just Henry, but Henry was very handsome. Wow. Your, your son's better than our son. <laughs> yeah, like we did a we did a surfing lesson one day as like an activity, yeah, but like yeah. the the instructor was like, Henry, you can just go and do what you want, mate, because oh. he was already a good surfer. God, did damn he have it. that? Did he have that hairstyle where it's like sort of just not quite neck level, but a bit above? No, it's no, like a little he, bit wavy. No, he had like when he gets in the sea salt. It's all, <laughs> oh. ooh, no, ooh, ooh. This was like twenty. This was like two thousand and nine or whatever when every teenager had basically my haircut. Yeah, he had the same hair, the fringe. But it, but oh, <laughs> but he had like abs and that, and yeah. like there was lasses we would knock about with, but they all just were interested. I was gonna say it's the one day you decided to talk to you like childhood sweetheart. Says, "Hi, I like ladies and gentlemen, the new student to join us, <laughs> Ripped Henry." <laughs> we, went, we went to the beach one night drinking, which we weren't allowed Ooh. to do, but yeah, we were like teenagers. You going to prison? And um, they we were all taking turns putting on different songs, and I stopped a song at one point to put on a different one, but it was my turn. I was interrupting my own song. I was like, "Sorry, no, I'll do a different one." Didn't know that Henry had been enjoying the first song I put on, and he went, "Mate, never be a DJ." And I was like, "Oh, it cut me so deep." And you know, it, Henry it, said that. And you know, when someone likes someone like that, because they'll say something weak like that, like, "Yeah, what? what don't do be mean? a DJ." Never and then be the a people that the bot one person likes go, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the funniest oh, thing ever." Oh yeah, everyone body. agreed with Henry that I should <laughs> yeah, never yeah. be a DJ. Like, yeah, 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 because I turned off Zombie yeah, yeah, Nation yeah. or whatever we were. And that's that's when you just. Go home and <laughs> you, get you just go home and cry and have a whack a mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I brought up some stuff. Man. There you go. Juice Robinson and the guns. This will cheer you up. Henry's going to become a recurring character in the comments. Like Henry would go to an Italian restaurant. He'd serve him. <laughs> Imagine if you finally did it and Henry was there. Yeah. Henry wouldn't need to. Henry would know how to cook that from scratch, <laughs> yeah. and it tastes better than the restaurant. Wait, all yeah. a fourth pizza, it's, please. Henry you call it. us a linguine. <laughs> One it's for each arm. You know when Indiana Jones gets on the plane, he's like, nice try, Laoshe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Henry's it's... Italian restaurant. He's there. He owns the plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to get away from my dickhead friend. I just realized you're, you're him. How, how are you doing? Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Robinson and the dickhead friends, the guns, beat the team of Gravity, Aerostar, and Dios El, El Framundo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on, give it another go. Uh, this is when dickhead Henry knows. Actually, I can speak Spanish very well. Yeah. Latin Spanish. Uh, Dios del Inframundo, which was Drago, right? I yeah, thought it was. Drago. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'll call him that, the star of WCPW. Well, 
Well, well, he was there. He was there. He was there. I lent him my phone charger once. I remember thinking, I've never lent a dragon my phone charger before, so that was cool. Nice man. From for my very brief interaction yes. with him, I'm just googling what inframundo means. Go on. Um, English. Is it massive tongue? It's. I'll be nice. Oh, it's. Him. So his name is. Is it Dios? Dios. Days of the Underworld is his ring name. Days oh. of the Underworld. Oh my God. It's a cool name. Yeah. Do all right here. <laughs> Everything's all right at home. They, I, I, again, you watch Future Underground, you think this is going to be so sweet, and they were okay. They I'll, were cannon fodder for the other lads. I liked how they didn't really start doing anything until they started cheating. Mm. And I say cheating like that because they were doing, you know, Lucha Libre tag rules where you don't yeah. even stay on the outside, but then they start cheating and they start doing things. Did you spot the one ref? Well, he, he started to go like, now, now, you can't do... And he, just went, oh. he went, whoa, whoa, there's no time. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Like, even the young works pretend. And then uh, Juice Robinson on the outside said, I saw it. <laughs> Juice Robinson, by the way, who is the Collision Cowboy of the Month. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, Congratulations to Juice. His pop was like LA Knights this week on Collision. It was fantastic. So um, his wife, by the way, Tony, uses mayonnaise for face cleanser, we learned this week as well, during oh. Sarai's promo. <laughs> mayonnaise fantastic um, Andrade is the other big news headline from this match because he was he was oh yes he was stuck at the end where the, oh, the yeah. final fall happens he's like going yeah and someone goes don't smile clearly in the background and he goes yeah <laughs> just looks at the camera so he's, he's, he's smiling at all the, the, the cheating going on <laughs> it's like the Nash promo at Wrestlemania 11 when he faced Michaels 11 is there a diesel? There's a diesel promo either in the build to that match or at WrestleMania itself when he's talking like Kevin Nash, where he's, but he's not Kevin Nash yet. He's just Diesel, so he's going like, "Yeah, I'll win. It'll be no problem." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat him up. Like suddenly, someone's gone <laughs> more, like more, but it doesn't work because it's Kevin Nash. Yeah. So what could it mean then? What's Andrade doing? Is he going to be part of the Bang Bang Gang? Or is he looking at those no. Lucha doors? Probably the Lucha doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a good twist. He goes, what, what you think, just because we're from the same area? Uh. You got stunk in this match. Oh. He can't be in the Cardboard, <laughs> Cardboard Jay White. <laughs> Outshone uh. you. Andrade is LIJ affiliated, though, or Losing of an Arbolis. Mm. He can't be in the Bullet Club. Are they the Bullet Club? I don't know. I guess they are. I don't know. They've had, like, Dan Coll Don Collis has got, like, has he got uh, Bullet Club Glads, and he's got, what's in, what's oh, Australian? Uh, United Empire. United Empire, so... Has he? Oh, right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I thought this match, the, that design made the guns look good, and Juice mm. Robinson continues to play people's legs after they've won, like a guitar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, God, that looked... Oh, no. Don't look... Don't, don't get... No, what a wagon mama that yeah. was on the podcast. CJ Perry gets a video package where she talks about Miro losing himself when he lost the TBS title. She's... The TBS title? Oh, sorry, the TNT title. Thank you, you thought you could die. No, I didn't. It was See, just... Jack likes to do these to make sure oh, I'm paying no, attention. I... Yeah, yeah, that's why. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says she was once the coldest manager in all of wrestling, and now maybe she wants to be that again. So she either Whoa. said coldest or coolest. I think she said coolest. I thought she said coldest. Whoa. Coldest doesn't make any sense, because she was... No one would call her well, cold. The illest, the coldest. So cool. yes, all words she we all speaks like early 90s. <laughs> the most bodacious manager. <laughs> She's so tubular. She's a ravishing... Oh, she was ravishing back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That's a true. ravishing Russian. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It all makes sense, though. <laughs> uh, she's, she was just the, the first casualty on the righteous road because Miro left her. Mm. Um, and now he had her back, mm. but now he's being stubborn. So it all makes sense. Stop being stubborn. Not the good kind of stubborn, the bad kind of stubborn. Yeah. Be a good kind of stubborn, I guess. Whatever that means. It Confusing. felt... Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it all makes sense in the end. Yeah. 
Because I thought she was asking, she was going to like build up the promo for a match with Miro. Because she was like, I've been on the sidelines for two years, asking myself, I've still got what it takes. But then she said the manager line. Mm. I was like, oof, that would have been interesting. Miro versus <laughs> CJ in a match. Yes. A shoot fight. She's so fight flexible. <laughs> the thing wouldn't work on her. She'd just be fine. <laughs> oh, that makes yeah. sense. That's like a Chikara storyline. <laughs> yeah. I'm not flexible. You can't hurt me. Uh. Uh. Uh, the Dark Order getting an get an unnervingly that's a hard thing to say positive video telling us not to be a bad guy be like them say I like this this was very quick but it went you know when you buy a t-shirt from a wrestler they're fake they don't <laughs> like you they just want your money we care about you buy our merch instead mm. it zoomed in their faces I thought that was nice it's back to being like the origins of Dark Order yeah, back very in the day, day one, right. recruiting creepy perverts mm -hmm. they are the creepy perverts re recruiting other people yeah, to yeah. be creepy perverts yeah That's lots good. of them back in day one of A-Dub yeah. Uh, yeah it was nice to just go yeah we're healed now we're bad guys now we're back to this yeah as John Start tweeted this us. week <laughs> I haven't checked Big John didn't have a good time last week did you see his tweets John Big, Big, jo Big John Silver Oh, right. I thought it was clear he was in character, but people took it like, oh, it's him. <laughs> oh. oh it's I, like, think I, I can't afford this, two yeah. pay views in two weeks and stop being poor. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe he's. They're really, I think they are getting annoyed going, you know, we're heel, right? Yes. There's no one watching of honor. I can't, oh. I can't remember who it was, but someone had said, responded that saying, like, Oh, bit of a weird marketing yeah, decision. There's so many your fans for being poor. Yeah, there's so many people taking it what? uber seriously. Have they not seen anything MJF's been saying over the past three years? But he's a good guy now. Well, yes. So he's changed. He's our scumbag. Yeah. I got a furious one. The number two biggest American wrestling show in all of America, and no one knows we're here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the acclaimed get a video announcing the continuation of the acclaimed world tour. So that means they've <laughs> done Wembley, and then it's just off to America versus the tours. Yeah. And I, I put down, you know, it's a world tour because they're not coming to the northeast. Of England, uh, <laughs> but Impact Wrestling are they are they certainly are. Yeah, and yeah. who are they bringing along? Why it's Tom's friend and meal ticket, Mr. Grado. Yeah, and mm. meal ticket. <laughs> um, yeah, there's various people announced for it. Osprey's announced for it as well. Yeah, the Newcastle. Oh, one. we're finally going to get Grado versus Osprey. I've, yeah, been, oh, I've wow. been trying to get that for my... years. This is it. Have finally, Tom, who's Grado's agent, apparently, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Um, the cost of tattoo removal. Uh, <laughs> All right, see if we can work the numbers. Um, that Newcastle date is their, like, not like a pay-per-view, but like their special, like their mini special. So that's cool that Newcastle's getting that one. Right. Fair play. Good. Cheers, Impact. The world-famous walk at dawn. Mm. Uh, what were we talking about? Ray Fenix wins a singles match against Hahelico, who I forgot was employed. Afterwards. I think he's just back, isn't he? Wasn't he gone and then back? It's a shame we didn't get to hear his theme song. Yeah. What a tab that was back yeah. in the day. I say back in the day. When that day was, I've got no idea. Could have been two years, could have been last month. And Heligo, Sad but true, but you're exactly right, mate. And Heligo, Joel, is a top red. Is he? Yeah, he supports Liverpool. Oh. Yeah, we would... I was in a... Oh, because of Bruce Grabbelar. Oh, well, yeah, that would South make Africa. sense, wouldn't it? Uh, and he's that sort of age. He would be a kid when that was going on. We were driving past... Um, we were doing a show in Manchester, and I was in the same car as him. We were driving past Old Trafford, and he went... Oh, there's Old Trafford. And I was like, you might not have found it. And he went, no, Liverpool. I was like, oh, him and Bully Ray. <laughs> Bully Ray, the oh. biggest Liverpool fan. God. <laughs> uh, afterwards, FDR interviewed backstage and issued an open challenge for the tag titles. Oh, that always goes well. I thought that, yeah, who, who were they going to sign was my initial response. Like a new, a new tag team wanting to step up and it turns out to be the Iron Savages. Oh, right. That's okay. the new tag team mm. stepping up. That'd be a good match. Are they a new tag team, though? They're not. They're the <laughs> people known as, yeah, right, uh, Bear Country. Yeah, yeah. And the one who likes to eat the ass. Yes, they, they went semi-viral there, so they're getting a push. Yeah. That's wrestling. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to eat your ass. Roderick Strong <laughs> Thank faces... Thank you very much. 
We're talking about the Derby Island in the Grand Slam tournament semi-final. Nick Wayne tries to fight off the kingdom on the outside and is helped by AR Fox. Helped. However, the kingdom force and miscommunication. Mmm. Like he rest typing like a commentator. Resulting in Fox taking out Wayne. In the ring, strong beach derby to progress to the it final. It was a genuine miscommunication. Well, it's going to be know. Wayne who turns heel. It could be the worst thing possible. It's all right. We'll, we'll help, help, won't we, Nick Wayne? Nick Wayne's like, I hate you, AR Fox. Yeah. It's all right. No, I've got this. Accidentally moonsaults him. Of all the moves, <laughs> accidentally hits him. Of all the moves, accidentally hits him. It's like a step up off the ring post. Amazing thing. Oh, and Fox is like, no, the worst thing. I, I, I did oh. not want this to happen. Um, no, Nick Wayne will be the one to turn heel, surely. He's got all the motivation. Yeah. Darby's like, you've let him back in. You've let It'll AR be Fox such a in. justified heel turn. It's like, yeah, I don't like you. Yeah. This is the genesis of Wayne's World. He'll say, oh. <laughs> That's his move, isn't it? What Wayne's move World. is that? Yeah, he's yeah. got a move oh, called right. Wayne's World. I know. It, I don't know which move. It's going to be uh, a cutter. It is a, a cutter. springboard cut. Is it? Top yeah. rope I was joking. Is well, it really? Why are you saying that? Because he's a young indie guy. No, because they all do the bloody move. Actually, Andretti <laughs> did a bloody thing in this match where he did a springboard rolling cutter. Mm. You know, Grayson Waller's <laughs> cutter suddenly looks like, you know, Austin is prime now. What, you do a springboard into a roll, then a cut. All right. It's way all too that, many cutters in a dub. Hmm? All the transfer of momentum. It doesn't make sense. I, I hate when Moxie does it. Like, yeah. The best do one is Natalia's discus lariat. Because it was real enough to go like, wee! That makes the lariat harder. Yeah. Um, but the, the structure of all this was weird for me because we had the backstage attack from Christian right, right, yeah. on Derby, who then immediately, when he gets in the ring, does like his low pay where he just kills himself anyway. Mm. I'm like, why, why do we bother with it, the attack backstage? I fully yeah. agree with you, Ross. It's like they were telling a really good story here to like keep uh, Derby strong because he's getting that big push, but obviously he can't win this tournament. So I was like, why are we even in it? So yeah, uh, Christian Luchasaurus beat him up because together they are the AW. TNT champion. Um, so they're doing this, and Roddy's the master of the backbreaker. You may yeah. or may not know this, but he's really good at the backbreaker. When he's not being a bitch, he's really good. But it's lost on a guy like Darby, who's like, oh, no, he's destroyed his body. Oh, wait, Darby does that to himself yeah, anyway. So it kind of got lost in the shuffle of what the story they're trying to tell, but it was just about keeping Darby strong in the loss, I guess. And yeah. Roddy did look credible. It lost me a bit, though, the amount of offense he was kicking out from, because yeah. Joel, my move of the week this week, if you oh, want to hit it? the jingle. Oh, my. Oh. Is the backbreaker in the corner yeah. on the top turnbuckle? Yeah. Where not only does he land <laughs> spine first on the really hard turnbuckle, yeah, yeah. he takes a backwards bump over the top rope and twats his head off the he apron. He does one of them yeah. ones, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 And he the sold Tom it. Campbell on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and he sold it for five seconds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it did get a good double gasp. Like it was like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that was cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Good pick. Yeah, there was another one after the tag backstage, the back break on the turnbuckle. Mm -hmm. There was a Boston crab that went on for ages as mm -hmm. well. And he takes a bump on his ass on the apron, mm -hmm. and then the coffin drops off the ropes to the floor. It's a bit like, yeah. well, no, it's the gimmick, and you know, shades of Jeff Hardy, or whatever. Like he's an indestructible man, but it's a bit like when it's the story of the match, and you've done the attack backstage. I want to see a bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Linear storytelling. Yeah. Mm. Up the linear I, storytelling. I completely agree. Any of the situation, you're like, wow, the master of the backbreaker can't pull away this lad who's willingly. Breaking his own back anyway. Yeah. Like, all right. He's yeah. so sick. Yeah. <laughs> he literally is. P -p -p Powerhouse Hobbs gets a vignette where he admits that Miro took him past his limit, but he still looks to the book of Hobbs for guidance, and everyone will fall. We later get one for bloody hell, Vincent, Dutch, and Grayson, the righteous. And after months of being on Ring of Honor TV and, and being told, oh, they'll be appearing on AW soon, we got this brief thing which said nothing about who they were or what they are. 
everything they, they do is brand clothes. new. Yeah, they're all they've clothes. Only like if it's brand new, brand new. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> it's weird, isn't it? They, they, do, they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you go, you always do that. It started with like a West End musical. Do they still do the? <laughs> what was their stable and impact? They used to do this thing where like one of them would. It was like when it was big, I think, because one of them would release a balloon from under the ring, and it'd be like, "Oh, they're here! Oh no, the balloon!" <laughs> no, it was no, it was better than. It was better than. It was really menacing. It was better than what I've. You know. Was there a red the, balloon? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. You, That's medicine. You just see like evil just, murder clowns coming. I think it was Vinny, <laughs> Vinny, who would yeah. do it. Like you, there'd be a tag match breaking down or whatever. Everyone's down, and then it's like, oh, it's the balloon. It's the balloon. It's good. Oh wait. Big pop for the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That probably sounds cool, but the description you give is hilarious. Yeah, it was good, but the, the commentator had to be quite fast to catch it because it was like, oh, it's the balloon. Oh, it's good. And then it's off camera by the time it's gone up. So. It's the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they do that. It's an interesting one because Stu's involved as well. And Stu Grayson's there. Yes, yeah. he is. And the, the spooky pervert Dark Order are back. So, but yes. they've already had their match at the Ring of Honor last yeah. week on the pay-per-view. Mm. It's yeah, done and dusted and three people saw it. Yeah. <laughs> this time it could have balloons. <clears throat> Keep Lee. The only way he's going to get put up on the card is he holds a oh. <laughs> balloon and holds onto it. Keith Lee is interviewed backstage in his giant One Piece hoodie with oh. a brand new One Piece thing. I was yes. like, yay. Indubitably, yeah. As people on Twitter... <laughs> People, a puzzle that people said, oh, the website he got that from has blatantly got his credit card info now. <laughs> They're on the dark web now. Keith Lee says that there are certain individuals avoiding him, so he might as well get his work done on collision instead. He advises his enemies to run. I assume he's talking about Swerve Strickland then and the feud that's yeah. never going to actually was climax. Was the run thing a wire tribute or was he just saying run? It was hard to tell. Okay. It could have been. Yeah, fair enough if it was. You have to end your promo on something snappy. You're like, yeah. I'm going to beat you, then watch. Anime. <laughs> I think he's got all his, like, aims messed up in his head because he went, well, I've had to come to Collision because everyone's staying away from me over there, but I want everyone to run away from me now. Like, why? Let's keep on going back and yeah. forth between the brands. Everyone's like, I don't want to fight him. He's massive. That'd be a good gimmick, that. Anyone fancy a wrestle? <laughs> no? I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what Alice is doing in WWE. He's there oh, an OVW door. on yeah. Netflix going, hello, <laughs> award-winning greatest wrestling superstar of all time, Al Snow. Can I have a wrestle? James Storm costs how much? <laughs> that was bad. That. <laughs> yeah. He must have cleared that, surely. To say, my rate is £600. Or dollars. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to... Yeah. You don't want that out there, do you? I don't know. Probably, no. I've just told a few no, more no, people. No, no, it was that. Yeah, no, that one repeated it. He said that, and then now Al, Al, Al Snow, mm. Al Snow, remember, said, well, he won't, he won't uh, have 60 people coming. Yeah. Ooh. He won't sell 60 tickets or whatever he it was said. It a double whammy. Mm. Mm. I, I bet, well, maybe he's done something clever. Maybe his real going price is £200, <laughs> and he's gone. We'll say it's oh, 600 that, yeah. That's good, though. Something no. like that. Yeah. It's really funny setup for that series because like, oh, the OVW, it's where you already. see the future of tomorrow. But we've got Al, who's a wrestling legend, but he's really bad with money. <laughs> <laughs> it's wacky, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. Crazy. What are they going to get, like, Gordon Ramsay in to fix it? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. He knows a mate. Yeah. Brian Danielson arrives for an in-ring interview and implies his career is starting to wind down. He's not done yet, though. He wants to face Zack Sabre Jr. at WrestleDream. Ricky Starks interrupts with Big Bill and says he's going to start being greedy. He said, I used to be, 
So great lining. So I was I graduated starving. from being hungry to being greedy. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's that one line of promo, isn't it? Every like, every week what? he gets that one beautiful line because mm. he's a beautiful man and becomes the face of collision. Brian says he admires Ricky's attitude and seems to offer him a place in the Black, Black, Blackpool Combat Club. Forced in combat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Big Bill beats him down instead and Starks goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And joins in beating yeah. him up. Which I thought was nice. Like, was he about to? Was he not? Mm. Moxie runs out to make the save, but falls victim to the numbers game. Also a big boot in tribute to Test, Bill Simmons' <laughs> favorite wrestler. Uh, before oh Starks God. chokes Brian out with a BCC shirt like he did to Justin Roberts. Known yeah. pervert. What if your Bill Simmons fella had watched Big Bill and just assumed it was Test? That, that <laughs> you may say that jovially, but that could be true. <laughs> Bloody hell, Tess looks amazing. <laughs> I remember when Tess beat Ted DiBiase in the main event of WrestleMania 4. It was an amazing <laughs> time for everybody. Do you know what? Of all the WrestleManias, that's probably my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> it made oh, all yeah. the sense in the world for Starks to like, almost get recruited by the BCC because actually you've got to bleed together before you go for a wagamama together. So <laughs> that's the catchphrase. I have heard that, yes. <laughs> That's the um, point we were so happy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice, isn't it? It's nice he's got the final countdown as his theme now, and now this is, apparently, because his daughter's nearly seven. Mm. Yeah. The final countdown. Oh, yeah, literally the final countdown. Mm. That's good. I hope he gets the title before he... I said before he pops his clogs, but yeah, before he... No, that, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. to all of us <laughs> at one point. He's Aye. done that before, where he was his, like, farewell match in PWG before he went to WWE, and it was a title match, and everyone's like, oh, he'll lose, and it'll be a big emotional goodbye. And then he just won the belt and vacated <laughs> it. He's like, oh, yeah, I've won. Dude, I've... Yeah, have you seen I that? He was an amazing man. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah I've seen. It. I think he beat Chris Hero. Right, I believe okay, so. Yeah, yeah a, a fan gets in the ring and just hugs him, and just this kid, and then he's like he's just like so torn up, like I can't believe happened. And I was like, some kids in the ring, <laughs> security. But yeah, that was a, a lovely moment. So they could do it again, maybe. There's like mm. a full circle. Mm. I don't know. And it's a shame if he if that is if that is true. But what he's saying, he wants the Zack Saber Junior match. He wants to do this. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine, isn't it? Even oh, though he has been on borrowed time, technically, yeah. I guess. That's going to be such a chess match. It's going to yeah. be like four chess table, tables, boards on top of each other. <laughs> boards? Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, lovely promo. And it's like heartbreaking to think of. But again, Danielson's just, oh, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's all right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Bit of all right. Yeah, not bad, eye. Woof. Uh, backstage, <laughs> Big Bill says he's going to batter Moxie in his hometown. Fenix interrupts and tells him to get in line. This Bill's, made no sense. <laughs> Bill <laughs> says that Fenix has bigger things to worry about because in the main event, Smojo will beat his brother. That's up next, and Joe does win. Yeah, it didn't, like, your bigger things to worry about. Yes, we have to watch our friend and family member lose. Yeah. And Tony Schiavone was like, well, we've just had an announcement by Tony Khan that next week, Big Bill will take on John Moxley. And I was like, you need to get in the back of the queue. <laughs> you know, the book has made the match already. It's got yeah. nothing to do yeah, with, with Big Bill. Bit, bit of a dog's dinner, that one. But yeah. uh, Ten Smojo beat Penta in a match that was all right. Mm -hmm. Headbutt, shoulder barge, mm. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Samoa Joe, again, just to mention it, but the, the wrestler that we saw like in 2021 on NXT is a far distant memory, and he yep. continues to do that because he's wrestling every single week now, and it's amazing to see. Yep. Uh, the no-look table spot, I guess, was the big one, where Joe walks out the way and Penta <laughs> flies to the table. That was very silly. Because <laughs> you're thinking to yourself when the table gets whapped out, you're like, it's no, D it's not a no-DQ match, is it? But then... He yeah. didn't put him through the table, did he? That's he right. flew through it himself. It was a good main event, I thought. Yeah. It, it was one of those matches where, you know, Joe was winning. Yeah. But, ah, let's see what happens. Mm. That's true. Bender goes through the table. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Monday Night Raw, Return of the Jacks. Once, Once again. again. Return oh. of the Jacks. Bump up the world. Return of the Jacks. Watch my flow. Return of the Jacks. Oh, my hole. Nice. I'm going to sneeze. Jey Uso opens a show, but is interrupted by Kevin Owens. The, the sneezes never come on time, do they? Oh. God, that would have been perfect for that. Now it's going to stay my nose awkwardly. Owens says that Sammy and Cody might trust Jay, but a lot of the Raw locker room don't. The Judgment Day arrive and are still confident about getting Jay to join their group. They prepare to attack Owens, but Jay offers the team with him and starts a brawl. Okay. Jey Uso is a maverick, right? Because he was on SmackDown and his t-shirts were largely like red. And now he's on Raw. And his T-shirts are largely blue. What's he doing? What's he like, eh? Crazy. Off the chain. Yeah. I like the continuation yeah. of Kevin Owens, because like Owens never liked Jay, never trusted him. And now it's continuing now, which is nice. Uh, Owens was right in sin. He was a heel for a long time. Then he turned babyface. And this is why Jay is in his career, I guess, at the same mm. time. All these people he's wronged on Raw. And then again, just the, the, the Judgment Day and Bloodline working relationship being brought up again. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? That's very convenient. Actually, now, no, but now you've said it, they did achieve a lot of different things with that. Because I didn't really like it on the surface. I was like, oh, I don't really care about the trust issues and that. But now you've said all that and spelled it out. Yeah, it, was, it, it does make sense. Oh, mm-hmm. this is the aspect of it that I did like during the blood. Fair enough. Like, so it's like, oh, yeah, like it's not just Jay's here. Yay, you're a good guy now. That's Woohoo, true. come to the good guy locker room. Kevin's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Andrew. You, you, Andrew. Yeah. And Riddle. Well, yeah. 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 Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So I was like, all right, how about we team up and see what you're made of? And mm. then. But the only one I don't like is, again, so funny, isn't it? Heels can accidentally hit each other like five yeah. times a match. All it takes is two good guys, one kick. Was that meant for me? Oh, that's it. So friendship's gone there straight away. So We need at least one example before the air's out, just for the first time in wrestling, where the person who's on the receiving end of the accidental hit just mm. watches the footage back. <laughs> so there was... I can't... Oh, sorry, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I just saw... Oh, yeah, sorry. I can't mention one of the people because of speaking out and stuff. I don't, you know, like, I don't want to be like, this was Mint involved in them, yeah. but there was... But you, say, you name Almond Milk. There was a tag team in progress. It was Mark Haskins and Almond Milk. And um, There we go. They did that once. And then the next show, they came out and there was this... They had a talk show segment or like a sit-down interview with someone. And then he was like, oh, he's going to batter each other. And they were like, no, we've had a chat. We've watched it back. <laughs> it was just good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but not stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just that match. Uh, tag match follows with a Jay. I just said that, that bit, so I'll move on. Uh, Jay tries to apologize backstage, but Kev is having none of it. Oos. Dye your hair purple. Well, you dye your hair purple. And then goes back, Oos. <laughs> oh, really, so good. Isn't he? Just before this little segment as well, we saw Natalia giving Rhea Ripley a pep talk, which I thought was fantastic. Did that happen? Uh, sorry, giving uh, Raquel a pep talk oh. because yeah, of all all the advice, all the success that Natalia's I, had against Rhea Ripley. Right, <laughs> Jose Mourinho was never a professional footballer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, did he start as a translator? He was a translator for Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson, yeah, oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just he translated yeah. all the, the take. What would Natalia there? have been saying though? There, how, did, how how was she imparting knowledge into take down Rhea Ripley? You know who my uncle is, you know. <laughs> the, you change your name, Jack. Thank you for the advice. <laughs> Raquel Ninehart. Debuts <laughs> next week. The Miz gets his win back over former Open the Brave Gate champion Akira Tozawa. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a fan of this, then, eh? Backstage, Raquel Ninehart is confident ahead of her title <laughs> match with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, cheers. She, then yeah. she said the line, Say her thing and she'll appear. I believe in Nia Jax because uh. Raquel was like, I'm not like most people. Oh. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Was that a deliberate thing? I, maybe, I mm. don't know. 
Triple H, isn't it? So subtle. Mm -hmm. He's like Kawada, whatever that I director he keeps bringing up. I love this giant. Oh, Kurosawa. Oh, well, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so if Kawada... Oh, the famous Japanese director, Marafuji. <laughs> if Kawada did Seven Samurai, they'd just be kicking each other. <laughs> I've never seen Seven I'd like Samurai. that idea. Made Joel laugh. Yeah. Film man Joel. Yeah, well done, Joel. I've never seen it. <laughs> that's it. Our audience are one, and that one is Joel. Mm. There was, uh, just during the Miz and Tazawa as well, there were shades of Excalibur and superstar Billy Graham's like death announcement. Where Cole was during the Miz's entrance, I came to play oh, during the 9-11 Yeah, tribute. yeah. The yeah. music was still going in the background. It's not it the was... best music for it. Yeah. But what, what was the tribute to watch? It was 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit awkward to yeah, watch. Um, I thought the Miz sold his jealousy of The Rock well throughout the match. Did you see Dark, Dark Side Phil had a, huh? had a reaction stream to watching 9-11? No! And it had him... He had people doing donating bits, so I had the dancing game. Oh. oh no! Oh no! That's so. That's so. That's obvious. How tacky is that? Such an obvious bad idea. Like, yeah. He doesn't oh, care. Doesn't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Green interrupts a backstage interview with Shayna Baszler, offering to be her tag partner because, oh, you know, that things happen. Bit of a curse, you know. Yeah. See, she knows. Uh, yeah, Piper Niven's out. Chair isn't amused, but then Piper Niven shows up uninjured to back up Chelsea, revealing that she's all right now. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I like how Chelsea's mouth keeps getting her in bad situations. It's a nice, nice character to have mm. on Raw. Yeah, like uh, it's okay because she's got a Piper Niven. Mm. Yes. Ah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be like oh, Enzo and Cass, or like, you know, that sort of tag team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imperium arrive for Gunther's record breaking celebration. Yep, it happened. He said Ring Camp, Matthew. So did you have a stiff... <laughs> I can't even get it out. Did you have did a wagamama? Hey, 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 oh, oh, oh. Phrasing, Ross, <laughs> Did you have a wagamama after watching Raw? I, I always do have to gun, though. What are you doing, you weirdo? <laughs> um, then he said, I'm surprised you're not knee-deep in this office. Oh. He says that none of the legends before him deserve any credit. And he is solely responsible for elevating the title to such heights. Please book Honky Dot Man versus Gunther. <laughs> Chad Gable interrupts and congratulates Gunther and says he knows he pushed the champion closer to the limit than anybody before him. Chad talks about his daughter crying after his defeat last week and says it lit a, it's lit a fire under him to get a rematch and make things right. With God as my witness. Good to says you're a great wrestler, but a terrible father <laughs> for trying to use his family to get another title shot. Man's got a point. Yeah. Gable attacks, but Imperium beat him down. Ortiz tries unsuccessfully to make the save, and what a run that was, until Tommaso, <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa runs out with a chair to chase the bad guys away. And backstage, the good guys agreed to a six-man tag match against Imperium. Mm. That lie, wasn't it? Oh. Using your children as bait to get some spotlights? You are a disgusting, terrible father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. He's, he's right. Gunther <laughs> so did nothing bad. wrong. Yeah. He's... Oh. I guess as well in this segment, we've got to answer what uh, Champ is meeting with Pierce was last week. Pierce! Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about not going to... Smackdown then. Yeah, it was about getting a shot at Gunter. Just thinking ah. of Gunter doing a Christian Cage-esque. I've just realised we one thing this week that I saw was that people found an old match between Edge and Buddy Wayne on yeah. Raw, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Uh oh, what's going to happen with Nick Wayne and Edge?" And yeah, could happen. Oh, Buddy yeah. Wayne. Oh, Nick Wayne's dad. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, because Christian sort of teeth. Did he tease Edge for next week? Did he? I don't know. He's just working, right? Well, that's his catchphrase, isn't it? Worked, Worked everyone. everyone yeah. yeah. Mm. He, he wears that because he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. He wears that because he does it. <laughs> That's merch. You're like, I want to say a point. I've no way to word it good. I'll just say it badly instead. John Deere, he wears that because <laughs> he does it. 
<laughs> Xavier Woods meets with Drew McIntyre backstage and asks why he's been talking trash about Kofi Kingston. Is it jealousy? Because Kofi had his big moment in front of 80, check the tattoo, 82,000 <laughs> people while Drew won the title in an empty performance center. The pair have a match after the break, which Drew wins in intense fashion. Bit unfair for Xavier to bring up the pandemic. It wasn't Drew's doing, was it? You know, <laughs> not his fault he won the title there. Yeah. yeah. Drew threw that thing at him. He's like, I'm having none of this. Yeah, that's true. He did throw the chair directly in his face. <laughs> yeah. By accident. Whoops. Yeah. I did like how Xavier was like, yeah, we've moved on from that. It was nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Drew had it done bad and Drew was like, no, you did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. was like a right weirdo, didn't he? Um, <laughs> Drew's being more heelish, maybe. It was good that Wade was on commentary for the match as well, because obviously they've got history. Uh, of those two, and he said Drew's always been a hothead and overreacts to stuff, which makes it all a bit more sensible, I guess. Mm. Linear! Up the linear storyteller yeah. once again. That's a, that's a word of the week. Yeah, linear. Mm. A lovely brand of fabric conditioner. Nearly. Oh. That's yeah. linear, isn't yeah. it? Oh. Shut up, Ross. Tit. Uh, the throw over the ounce table was sassy, quite heelish from Drew yeah. to Xavier, and then Woods with a shoot super kick off a Claymore attempt was in. Nearly my move of the week, but I. Couldn't not give it to the turnbuckle thingy. Uh, the, re- the reverse lock. What do you call it? The reverse Alabama slam. Where he's got like the. Oh, yeah. yeah. That move that Drew does. I know. I don't think it's got a name. The reverse. It looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. the reverse that Xavier did off that was slick. You like, should have to Seth Rollins every week and you're like, bloody hell. Yeah. Could we call it. Oh, I'll try it. Go on. Like How do you say Alabama backwards? I was trying to say like the Bama Lama. Am. 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 Uh, I'm a baller. I'm a baller, yeah. I'm a baller. I'm a baller, Mals. Mals. Okay. Or the Mals, I'm a baller. There we go. Mals, I'm a baller. Look, the balloon, the balloon's here. Yeah, I was surprised he got the leg drop and he kicked out of it. I'm like, oh, come on. It's top rope. Shocking, that. But yeah, it was nice. Cody Rhodes arrives and wants to talk about Jay Uso, but Dominic Mysterio and JD don't Google me interrupt. Dominic tells Cody that Jay is sure to join the Judgment Day, so Cody batters them both. Yeah, he just hits his moves on them. It feels like Cody's got no direction at the minute. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, we're not doing Cody Dominic again, are we? We are, because he said the words Jay Uso, and that brought out Dom because Dom wants Jay to join the the Judgment Day, so it all bleeds into that, I guess. Oh, so Jay's going to be the one on a ladder this time. Dominic's, (laughs) uh, I get you. But you're right, Cody is directionless at the minute. Is he still the man to beat Roman, or is it Seth Rollins, as I correctly <laughs> Oh, well, seeing as you've worded it like that, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone was in the arena in Nor, I'm not going to bother saying the second yeah, syllable. Well Virginia. Virginia, let us know if the... Because the, the, when they started fighting, oh, yeah, here we the go. booze just stopped. It was like, whoop. So let us know mm. if it was real or not, because it sounded really fake on TV. Not that it matters. Not that, uh, yeah. It, it, again, like, like we're saying about the attendance stuff, it's only people only care because they deny it mm. or say, no, the opposite happened. And you're like, yeah. no, I'm listening to this now with my ears. Sorry, it was cheers, not booze. Mm. <laughs> they stopped really quickly when yeah. they start fighting. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Drew tells Jay he isn't finished with him and still doesn't trust him. He doubts that Jay can stand on his own two feet, so Jay challenged him to a match next week. That happened? Yeah. It did. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler beats Chelsea Green, but is attacked by Piper Niven afterwards. Zoe Stark makes a save, and the two sides stare each other down. Ooh. Mm. I like Shayna's new finisher, because it's kind of like Ronda's Piper's pit. Yeah. Showing her what's what. I believe it's called... Uh-huh. <laughs> Exterminatus. 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 We've so, all been there. So I was on the news video this week, which was, that was one of the stories. <laughs> so picture me at 9am 
on the Warhammer 40k wiki. Who's Horace? What's going on? Horace Hogan. Horace Hogan led a revolution. No, so apparently, Ross, it's the main... Oh, go on, I'm ready for this. So, no, wait, right? So humans in the Warhammer world are called the Imperium of Man, right? They're like your standard human category of army or whatever, right? They um they are the good guys, but no one's a good guy in Warhammer. It's like a Triple H book thing. Um, Exterminatus is the order they give when they want to destroy a planet and everything on it. Ah, Whoa. that makes sense for a finishing maneuver. Yeah, then. Mm. which sounds very destructive for just going. Whee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that, that, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. talk, it looks, though. I mean, it looks good. Yeah, it does yeah. look good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. These nerds and their <laughs> wrestling and the stuff. And the I Warhammer. wouldn't say it to Shane's face, though. Oh, no. no. Terrifying lady. Yeah. Um, it was a weird little match, though, because Shane didn't really get to show what she was about, and Chelsea didn't get to show what she was about. It was very short, not much to it. And, and Piper as well, standing down at the end. That doesn't sit well with me. Because she stole a tag team championship and make her a champion. She's, she's laughed at this mystery, well, like the little illness she had last week. Mm. She's back and it's not real anymore. And now she's running away from two other women. She should be flattening them. This isn't my Piper Niven. <laughs> she's saving her battle, her strength. For the ex- for Exterminatus 2. Uh, yeah. Exterminatus harder. But it looks like we're setting up a tag team title feud with Zoe joining Shayna. Mm. Yeah. Isn't, isn't it the best move after, you know, Rizzle, Razzle, and Trish Stratus? By God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a weird way to transit. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's like, is Shayna supposed to be face? It's, yeah. It's, a, it's got a long way to go for the property acceptor like that. They're evil. Yeah. yeah. She's the one who rid us of the evil Warhammer ogre. Ronda Rousey. Uh, <laughs> that's good, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to fit. She exterminated Ronda Rousey. She did, yeah. Who can go back to UFC, which just means going to a different door. <laughs> uh, she was meant to be going back anyway, wasn't she? Or was, was that she? all? That was the tease, right? Yeah. But, you know. Was that all after this thing started to come together? I think it's taken so long to transition to TKO that I don't know. I think it's just mm. like, oh, let's see what happens. We see the latest Nakamura video package. This time, he has a sword. Nakamura calls Seth Rollins a remorseless liar who had to manipulate his way at the top. He says he'll challenge him to a rematch when he feels like it. Because mm. last week, yeah, when he had it laid out on a silver platter, he didn't want to. 
So hopefully he gets one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like that way of doing things. Like, no, we don't want to book it just yet. So he goes, I don't want one yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't, if you want to give me one, then I don't want one. You're clearly all right. I'll wait until you, you know, your body's broken some more. Then I'll have one. All right, all right. You know what? I'm okay with this because he's really back. He's been very nice. It's nice and refreshing of a good character. Yeah, yeah. The promos are good. And then Rollins came out. So I was just waiting for the. Uh, yeah. Seth comes out and admits the things Nakamura has branded him as, but also talks about his good qualities too. He says the fans love him for not being a good guy or a bad guy just because he's Seth freaking Rollins. Seth wants to face Nakamura right now. So his music hits, but nobody comes out. On the Tron, we see Nakamura beating up Ricochet backstage. He says he'll take Seth's title, but not tonight. Um, last week, did I miss on Rick, on Ricochet and Rollins' friends now? So there was a backstage promo yeah. where Ricochet was talking to Pierce, and then Rollins walked past, and Pierce forgot that Ricochet was there. <laughs> 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 and then... So, Pierce was like, you don't have to carry the show. Slow down, Rollins. It's uh, not all about you. Well, yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. And then Ricochet was like, yeah, you don't have to carry the show. I can do it too. Okay. Because I'm Ricochet. And then everyone just died laughing. Yeah. So now Rollins cares that Ricochet's been beaten up backstage. He's like, oh no. I was like, what? Mm. Well, fair enough. That kind of makes it a bit It's a good point, isn't it? It's just like, oh no, he's been at Ricochet. So it's like, all right. I thought Rollins was going to be like, I thought he was going to go back to him in the ring and then he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is, he says there, I'm an arsehole. I'm everything Nakamura claims to be, but I'm a father and a fighter, which makes it okay. Oh, on <laughs> Sun Until I Die, the documentary. Oh. You know the bit I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Chris Coleman was the manager at the time. Bad run of form. It's all going wrong for him. He gets confronted by some fans outside the Stadium of Light, and they call him like a prick. Can we say that word? Yeah. An effing prick. And he goes... I, know, I can't do a Welsh accent. He goes, I'm not a prick. I've got a wife and kids. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. Uh, he did the Seth Rollins. <laughs> oh. I did like the story of like he didn't know who he was for years, like through the authority times and uh, when he was a messiah and all that sort of stuff. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. But then it's funny how he's like, all that stuff was a facade. <laughs> and now me, yeah. stood here like 1970s Elton John. Yeah, now I'm myself. Now I'm the real me. In this costume. <laughs> I'm so happy he found himself. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to see it now, just Rollins popping down to the shops to see if he actually is. Imagine him walking down the like, co-op dressed like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura, it'll be goodbye Brick Road for you. Uh. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Alpha Academy and Champa win their six-man tag match against Imperium, thanks to an ankle lock by Chad Gable. Yes. <sighs> Otis, I don't know what he did before the show. Pre-workout, I imagine, just to keep things clean. A big bag of Tom. My God, yeah, a big bag of Tom indeed, because he was on one this week. Yeah. His movement around the ring, I can't even get it out, was astonishing. Astonishing. Yes. Yep. He had a, he, well, you've even put he had plenty of pep in his step. Pep in his step. Mm. <laughs> he certainly did. Um, what else was there? It, it's funny how Chad now is winning every time it means nothing. That's yeah. becoming a trend. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got to be the one to take the title. His things are like laid out now. It's got to be him. But I don't yeah. think it will be. His kids at and ringside. Yeah. Uh, Kids are going, ha ha, your kids. Ha ha ha. I don't They're know going to cry. Be, Is I there a small know. party that wants to see a stunt double? Like, see the shots of the cra- like the kids going, yeah, go on, daddy. Oh. Quick switcheroo for a stunt I double. I thought you Gunter. meant. <laughs> 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 I thought you meant yeah, like yes. when Kurt Angle's brother helped him beat the Undertaker. <laughs> They could do Gable's very similar to Kurt Angle. They could do that as well. But God, the kid getting slapped. There's a little bit, isn't there? What? There's yeah. a tasteful oh, way to do it. <laughs> Just to make Gunter an uber heel. <laughs> but aye, Chad and Ludwig as well. Mm. Shout out to their in-ring footwork. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, Christy would have been proud. 
the best footwork in the game, Christy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always love a bit of Christy. Becky Lynch finds Tiffy Strats complaining to Adam Pierce in his office. God, he was busy this week. Tiffany asks Becky what she did wrong. Becky says her mistake was showing up on Raw looking for attention. She admits that Tiff is talented, but accuses her of just wanting to be famous. Becky says she'll happily make her famous like the Undertaker Like the American Barter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I can't remember what Becky was wearing, but I've written down she looked like Willy Wonka when she came in. Oh. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's the, the, the Johnny Depp version, potentially. I, Glasses, maybe. That's I, what I'm thinking. I don't think she was. But <laughs> I appreciate you saying that she was. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, those big... There was big, like, bug eye. Oh, right. Right. oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I right. thought maybe she was. Like, really I think, you know, the hat and... Have you seen... walking came when she walked I was going to say, maybe yeah, she yeah, walked yeah. in and then did a forward roll. Have you seen uh, someone did... Because the, the new version of Wonka, you know... The, the new, the, new the, the prologue that no one was uh, asking for. And someone says, he just stole his entire fit from... Um, uh, no, no. Uh, oh, no. What's his name? Uh, the, the Muppet with the big the curly Gonzo. Nose. Gonzo oh. from Christmas Carol. The side by side comparison, the exact same outfit. <laughs> I've not seen that new one. Is it meant to be good? I'm, I'm watching it. I've not even seen the Johnny, the Johnny Depp one. We got made to watch that one in was high school. Was it better yeah. than the original? No, the Johnny Depp one? one? Yeah. Why would you made to watch? Had you been bad? It was like <laughs> Christmas treat day. Do you remember that? Oh. It was the end of, end of oh. term of Christmas and then that was on. Dominoes were in the room and then mm. Charlie, uh, whatever it was called, was on. Yeah. Not as good, is it? No, the original's no. quality. Up the Gene Wilder. Up it's the also Gene Wilder. very disturbing when you watch Yay! it back. Yay! I don't remember being this terrifying. <laughs> What's that boat scene about? That's so great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> was it a you on the video box? It was for everyone, that film. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatizing. You get trauma. You get <laughs> trauma. Uh... <laughs> We're talking about oh yeah, childhood traumas. Uh, Rhea Ripley beats up Raquel Rodriguez to retain a title after interference from. I'm not like my yeah. Oh, can't play, the, can't play the music on the podcast, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Nia Jax, what are you doing here? Nia beats Ripley down after the match and stands tall to end the show. As everyone goes, well, really? Oh, uh, okay. The match was. It was just kind of there because Raquel still do we say this every bloody week, but she's still doing the smiley smiley and she doesn't resemble a human being, which is a shame. But then when she was getting some a bit of offense, it's like, oh, this might actually go someplace. Yeah, but Nia Jack shows up. Uh yeah. what do you think, Jack? So is Nia the face? No. Uh, because Rhea's a heel, but everyone likes her. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah. Rhea Ripley is the but they can't like, bring Nia Jax back and think she'll be a good face. She's going to win the title for the wrong reason. No, she's not going to win the title. She is. She's gonna, they're going to hear the boo she gets. That won't be for, like, for like you know, mm. Healy reasons uh, because she's there. They'll think, oh, this is going to be money, this, when they take the title off Rhea. It'll turn Rhea yeah. into an uber baby face. Right, and obviously they've got, no, they've got, that, no. they've got that ready built feud because she made that appearance at the Rumble this year, oh. which seems like 100 years ago now, mm. and she messed up everything. Um, <laughs> the, also, Asuka was asked... I think one, uh, a fan asked if they made the right choice bringing her in. And Asuka says, quote, that question is rude and bullying. You're hurting her heart with this question. Are you really a person with a heart? If someone has not been directly harmed by her, denies her, I will fight the society for her. If I'm criticized for it, I don't care, Asuka wrote. Oh, so sticking up for Nijax? Because obviously Kyrie saying, I think it was, was it during the Kabuki Warrior days when we had mm. that mm. lockdown roll when... Yeah, the pub on the corner. Yeah. If Asuka's uh, saying it, that's gone. Her and Charlotte, oh. they, I think they were very... <laughs> they didn't deny it. This gave a very flippant non-statement about that match, but they were blatantly just slapping each other. They're fighting, though, because yeah. 
Yeah, Sh- yeah, then they had a match next week and everything was all right. But I, I saw, that one time, they definitely were like going at it. I saw on Reddit that Charlotte's been like personal, I don't know if it's been like, you know, directly personal training, but she's been helping Nia drop a bit of weight. So, all right. It was noticeable, to be fair. Yeah, she was yeah. Uh, on and also, are we going to, or someone going to ask her, so does this mean you you got your jabs then or what? Uh-huh. That was the statement you put uh-huh. on Twitter. We all saw it. Uh-huh. It's like hard to book someone if they're going to not be not vaccinated and you're traveling. But yeah. just saying. Yeah. I enjoyed Rhea lapping okay. out the uh, the frog splash in the match. That was nice, paying tribute to Dom's father. It seems like everybody, half the roster does a tribute to Eddie. Like. But it works when she does it. That's Dom's father. Yeah. His real <laughs> dad. I understand you have a father. Oh. <laughs> I did a frog splash. Yeah. I thought in the, in the matches, I thought they were laying it in again. Like they did a payback. Mm. It was like, a, you know, not the, the long plodding heel beat down of Rhea mm. wasn't there from payback, mm. which was nice because it was. You know, I was like, yeah, I definitely agree it was better than payback match. They had shorter time, but yeah, they laid it in again. And yeah, I'm just, who's asking for Naya backstage? Because apparently, was this, I saw the story the day, which I don't know if it was just to rile up the fan base or whatever, but it was apparently a Vince McMahon call to bring her back in or something. The last thing that happened before the merger went through. Something like that I read somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure that was just someone trying to write. Well, like, like it's the president's last day and he gets to like partner a bunch of criminals or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Like <laughs> and then Nia Jackson just runs out. Um, but yeah, it's it's obviously it, the reason why they brought her back is just because you know she's it, in, you know imposing. Yeah. And you look at the rest of the roster, and no one can really like you know overpower Rhea. I'm trying to think of a storyline reason, mm. and that's why she's there. Yeah. But she, there's no way she should be beating Rhea. No. No maybe way. She won't. Maybe she won't. Oh, maybe that'll be it. Like, re-dispose of her, and then Jade Cargill just presses Nia Jax for <laughs> red or whatever. Give a few good reps. You know what's a really good idea? Put Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler back together as the tag team that carried us oh, through lockdown. Oh, yes, they did. Do you remember every God, they had that every, for months. Every single every show. Brand. Yeah, yeah. Every brand, every show, every week. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people message. Matthew, are you all right? Are you enjoying wrestling? You don't sound <laughs> too positive about it. Oh, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh, God. You know what else was great? Having a break. Having a Kit Kat. Ah, NXT, small time Bex. Nice. <laughs> Elia Dragunov wins in a one contender match against Wesley. Camelo Hayes comes out afterwards for a stir down. Absolutely. And Wesley does not take that win well, does he? No, no he, he does that later on. Mm. But, I mean, it's a good match between two good wrestlers. Mm. Booker T was very excited. I couldn't hear what oh. Vic was saying at points because he was going, meh. <laughs> All that was missing was a biscotti, wasn't it? Biscotti! Vic was wearing. Can't remember. Not a smile. It was something more colourful than usual. It wasn't your beige. It was like orange almost, I think. It was quite bright. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Where's the respect? Yeah, orange? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. That was my Taz impersonation. Anyway. Oh, I thought it was a Wade Barrett impression. <laughs> oh. Wade Barrett? Yeah, that's all. Say it again. <laughs> Like, orange, huh? where's the respect? Huh? Huh? Yeah, it's good way, that, eh? <laughs> so what were we going to say? Uh, the snap Germans of Elia. There was plenty mm. of them when plenty of pop and snap followed by the German on the announce table, which I thought was a unique spot, delicious. Um, there was a neat of the gut from Elia. That's one of the most effective moves I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Mm. Stops anything. <laughs> yeah. um, then we had Lee kicking out of a H-bomb to give it its title. Vic laughs and then goes, I'm not laughing. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. But he was laughing. But he was laughing. <laughs> he laughed at a H-bomb. H-bomb. Disgusting. Baby. Like Kevin Nash and the Undertaker, right? Look at the adjective. Wait, no. H-bomb. H-bomb. What? That story of when... Uh, so, oh, who was it? Someone had put an, H- an H-bomb from the 90s, a Halcyon thingy. Is it Halcyon? The drug? Oh, it right. was, it, oh, it, it was a young lady's drink. Oh, God. And they shaved her head, and then she was crying the next morning. Apparently, Undertaker came downstairs like after the night before. I don't think he was involved in the H-bomb bit. Mm. And Kevin Nash was like, get out the back door. 
It's just a fun story from times gone by. Isn't yeah, the police. Oh, the good old the days. Hit a few. There's oh, evidence. There's oh, record oh. of Kevin Nash, uh, Nash uh, saying this story on a shoot interview thingy. I've not just made that. Uh, Betty regrets that. Is probably regrets saying it more than regrets the action. Jesus. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that story up. No, Ross. no problem. Um, there was a lovely like NXT black and gold era dramatic ending as well with Elia knocking down Wes. Wes throwing his last shot, but then Elia just with a massive form to the back of the heat for the mm. end. Good match. Yep. But more on that later on. Mm-hmm. Vic Joseph with his little orange thing. Sally tells us he's there's no. <laughs> Don't laugh at Terry Spunk's downfall. Terry there's Spunk. no. Oh, yes. <laughs> when he does hardcore wrestling. change his name. When he does no. hardcore wrestling, it's Terry Spunk. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Fix as well. Being serious, Booker. There's no known time frame. What are you laughing at? He's had his skull bashed in. For Von Wagner's return. And that he's undergoing specialist medical attention. He yeah. puts on a serious voice like this. Uh, Baron Corbin comes to the ring and calls out Bron Breaker and says, I can't believe what you did to him. Last week was disgusting seeing that violent action, that poor man and his poor head and his poor brain. This had me... You know what? And I'm like, okay, we're doing this then. Because we had to black out on TV. We couldn't even show it. And then he says, I'll tell you, Bron, exactly what I think of you. I thought you meant... That was so <laughs> great. Oh, my God. Uh, the record says, I don't care to, to win your bloody approval, you idiot. He <laughs> uh, did to end Von's career. And Corbin isn't scared, saying he ended Kurt Angle's career at WrestleMania. And another former <laughs> Olympic gold medalist career, don't even say his name, will just move on, blah, blah, blah. Braun challenges Corbin to a match at No Mercy. Corbin agrees, and Braun tells him to warm his loved ones. Warn, not warm, bloody hell. Warn his loved ones. He should warm up as well, because he'll end his career too. Corbin slaps Breaker, and they have a pull-apart brawl. Oh, this is a brilliant segment because uh, yeah. it had me hook, line, and sinker that Terry Spunk had turned Baron Corbin into a nice man for the first time ever. There was You Got Table Chance, Come yep. Live Still in the NXT shed. Yep. It was wonderful. And then that line just like saying, oh, what you did last week was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I was almost sick where I was mm-hmm. sat. Um, it's an interesting character turn from Bron as well because he's turned into a bit of a pervert now and he talks about <laughs> like when he's beating someone up, like, ooh, yeah. I put him through the wall. <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Um Corbin was so happy he was he was willing to pay bronze fine from last week, which I thought was a funny touch as well. And then yeah, uh, the meaty slaps at the end. You could really hear Corbin's yeah. making them cheeks wobble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. You're so beautiful uh, in your wordage. Yeah. Uh, then Drew Gulak, Charlie Dempsey, and Damon Kemp win a six-man tag match against JB, BJ, and Miles Bourne. After Miles betrays his new pals and rejoins Gulak's oh, stable. Miles! There's nothing on the line here. You gotta have <laughs> yeah. the fair dame Fallon Henry Hen, Henley. I said Henry there in your arms. The, the, no, the, yeah, you're like Jack, were, you got Henry oh, in your brain. <laughs> they were falling in love when he saved her from the shoot attack yeah. from the rear. Which, but no, by the way, it was nowhere near her. Like, oh, it was that close. <laughs> no, no. It was inches away from taking her out. Okay. Mm. But yeah, Miles turns on the Cowboys for no reason. Mm. Well, he I don't know. He what just, was the reason? He he's just, dumb. Yeah, because it wasn't like he was a mole. Because they were beating him up in the match. They were fighting each other for yeah. real. Mm. I don't know. And there was no, like, moly things to either mole in no, the build-up no. of the match. Like, no. no. Yeah, nothing, what's he going to tell them? Nothing to find out about the Cowboys and Fallon Henry. Maybe it's to maybe it's to, pr- maybe it's to prove himself, to get in their good graces. Because they always bully him and stuff. Maybe it's to get ra- raise his standing in, the, in Gulak's stable. Yeah. That's the only thing I think of. I helped you super shooters with a match against some Cowboys. Because I well. thought the more interesting story was Fallon being the J, the, the BJ of the scenario. Do you remember mm. back in the day when uh, BJ was falling in love? Mm-hmm. She could have been falling in love with Miles. I thought it was a much mm-hmm. more interesting tale. Oh, my God. They've never done anything 
I thought they were teasing him. When when you remember when BJ was like falling for Keanu James and everything, and it was all like she will she will break his heart in the end. But it's like I thought they was gonna lead to him finding true love with Fallon Henley, and it's never it's just no. never happened. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Well, she is his sister. <laughs> 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 but I tell you what. Brooks Jensen's spinning heel kick is fantastic. Mm. That's yeah. all that matters. It's like his dad. Yeah. The star of WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> Genuinely, like... Imagine when BJ whaps out the le- leaping leg drop off the top yeah. rope. I, in my mind's eye... <laughs> With the flak jacket. When Bobby Cannon does that leg drop off the top rope, he kicks his legs probably twice, but in my mind it's like eight times. He's like... Yeah. It's, it's like amazing. he's an invisible bicycle all the way down. He also does a, a step up off the... If Osprey did that, we'd all be like, what? Yep. It's Bobby Cannon. Yeah, what? twice the size of Osprey. Grab your bitches in the end. In Grab the your bulls. It was wow, wow, ice wow, tea, wow. Yeah, yeah. And then they lost. Oh, yeah, then they lost. Yeah. Oh. Uh, just have to awkwardly walk backstage. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Has anyone ever asked if, pimp, if pimping is easy? I don't know. That's a question for the comments. Be, be good, like, is pimping saying, easy? Contrary to popular reports, <laughs> pimping is hard. <laughs> uh, and Chase you. Andre Chase asked Delightful Hudson oh. if he could reach out to Thea Hale. Delightful says that he and Thea share their locations on each of his phones because they're besties. However, he realizes that Thea has now turned her location off. We then cut dramatically to Thea hanging out with JC Jane at a college dorm party. Radical! A pair of jabronis try and flirt with JC, but end up mocking Thea for being young and needing Mr. Chase's permission for everything. Yeah, well, they couldn't get in to chase you if even if they even, <laughs> if they if they, if they aye. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. can never get in there. They'd be stuck in the schism or something, wouldn't they? Yeah. A pair of whoppers. They'd have to go to a, a polytechnic. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> JC stands up for Thea, and they end up beating up the guys, sending them running. The, their flirting was very telegraphed to set up the bit where they mock her for needing all of everything. Because they go, hey, JC's like, oh, these guys are coming over in three, two, one. And they get there, and they're like, hey, ladies. So JC, what did you get up to last night? And she's like, oh, it took Thea out. And they're like, you took it. It's so instant. It was badly written, in my opinion. Yes, it's NXT. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a vignette backstage, yes. <laughs> Next week's going to be heartbreak when uh, we see Thea Hale looking like a JC Jane. Yeah. That sounds like an actual sort of... Next week, Thea Hale gets a piercing. Yeah, she's going to go to a record yeah. store and drink whiskey. It's like, Ooh. It's like Greece, the end of Greece, when Sandy get, gets all bad. Imagine yep. Andre's face. Sandy! Yeah. yeah. Chase, you do look a bit like the jo- the jock outfits in Greece, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll they look see proper they greasy. Yes. Yeah, but I'm on, I'm on board with delightful hooks. I knew now. you would be. This was the segment I needed. This yep. was the one because this you can't fake location sharing. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deeper bond in it. I only share my location with one person. That's my girlfriend. So, right. Yeah, that's a deep bond I have. That. You can't fake that. Okay. So now Duke's back. He's back. He's back in the good. He's it's back in the good book. How do you know you can't fake it? It's you... been months and months. Huh? How do you know you, you can't fake it? We saw the phone. She turned it off. But he could only be doing it to gain her <laughs> trust so Sorry. that he still brings down Chase you from the inside. That's what the negative me would have said. Mm, okay. But I don't know. He's won you back over. That was the segment. He's, he's gone undercover, but been... he's there so long, he's like, I'm a, sorry, actually, I'm a yeah. believer. This has been months now that Ross hasn't trusted Duke. Since before WrestleMania weekend, which is when he saved the university. When he turned into Hulk Hogan yeah. and Dusty Rhodes yeah. in one yeah. Australian package. It was, yeah. un- oh, it was incredible. <laughs> he's a real Australian. Show. And they didn't even, they didn't even <laughs> announce that it was going to be on the kickoff show. They bumped Shocking that them. moment to the kickoff show. Paul him. I know. Laia Valkyria wins a short match against Dana Brooke. Woof. <laughs> it was Lyra is uh, it, it feels really harsh to say but you can say only it. say what you see say, say what you see there yep. 
Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke, an incredibly strong Irish accent. <laughs> oh, God. Lyra Valkyria is just so much like of a better professional wrestler than Dana Brooke. It's not no, even that's funny. not necessarily. Like, she is very good, though. That doesn't say that Dana Who? is awful. Lyra. But this Lyra's is Dana, Dana's been there for 10 years. Yeah, now. Dana's at the Dabakato level. Oh, yeah. And Dabakato's got the excuse of. You know, but this is wait, evil. Is this is another step in the road. Dana's heel, to, like she tried to attack her afterwards, and then yeah. Kalani Jones. And she couldn't even do that properly. Yeah, you're right. She yeah. won off a big splash as well. After like Dana did one of the like least like she didn't put any effort into the <laughs> Irish whip. She sort of went, uh, I don't know, Irish whip. Uh, yeah, she's been around forever and she stinks. She, she, and the crowd is. She's like you too. Again, me and ended my. <laughs> oh no, sorry, God. <laughs> Me ending me, uh, me little thing against Dull Hudson. Also, we can put to bed now the rumours that there are plants in the NXT shed. Because really? the endless chance of Dana sucks. <laughs> in this match. Oh, she's a heel. She's a heel. Oh. oh, no, that just means they've got eyes and ears. There was oh. a second example of the... the, the it was when Wesley was... We'll get a little bit later. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, I was going to say... Yeah, 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 yeah. They were doing the na 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 yeah. weren't they? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, that's not the response we want, fans. Yeah. Can you shut up? Yeah. You're usually good. The NXT Women's Breakout Tournament is coming soon. And there's a lot of good talent on the show. But after following Dana Brooke matches, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm, oh. I'm so excited for this because the last Women's Breakout Tournament, we had those vignettes that was like, which it was the first time we saw Keanu James. It was like, businesswoman. Oh, yeah. That Red, was it, wasn't it? Yes. Woman. Yeah. Santina Morana's daughter. <laughs> groupier. Yeah, Lord, Lord Mayor's Mayor's groupier. groupier. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait for a whole new host of very one-note characters. It's this, been a while, hasn't it? The, yeah. These characters are mostly established. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the mostly. silly news monkey upstairs in as we just went for a nice mm -hmm. can of uh, fizzy lifting drink there, Matthew. Ooh, uh, we, uh, you let us know there's a story there. A PW Insider source from within AEW has said that apparently Jade Cargill will go to NXT. And how fine a debut would it be to see her in the breakout tournament with mm. a one-dimensional gimmick? Mm -hmm. Uh, it'd be great. It's like, hi, my name's so and so, and I'm a fire. And Jade just punches him. <laughs> That's a gimmick every week before they even get there. Picture him what gimmick Jade Cargill would be given. Oh. Hi, I'm Adam, and I'm a tall. <laughs> <laughs> Jade the milk woman. She's yes, it. She's the modern milk. She's delivering milk. I'm going to milk the workers. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it. In a backstage interview, Eddie Thorpe is sick of Dijak's oh. cheating ways. I swear, Eddie Thorpe's. Uh, Earrings get bigger every week. They're massive, <laughs> aren't they? Dijak appears the monitor behind Eddie. Oh. He's in the NXT wild wilderness. Wilderness, Matthew. Jesus Christ. Wilderness, where we usually see Eddie hang out. Dijak takes off his belt, and I swear he was about to take a slash <laughs> on Eddie Thorpe's sacred tree. Instead, he gives his nearby tree a damn good thrashing, it like was, John Cleese's car. It was proper faulty towers, yeah. Because right. he was marking his territory like a dog. Yeah, uh, you know how a dog does that? It's, it's not for belt. But back in the arena, Eddie is furious. He's this like, my tree! One of the worst segments of the, in the history of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> no! Everything Dijak does, apart from his kinky sex dungeon, which Ilya Dragunov loves, everything else is so, like, I bet it looks gnarly when it's written down. But in practice, it's awful. <laughs> it's yeah, I agree. He did no damage to the tree. He's just going... <laughs> He's a fully so grown it turns man. Out you can't whip a tree. With a, like, Hello, imagine if you were just walking your dog in the local park <laughs> and there was a six foot seven man whipping a tree with his belt. You're like, <laughs> die Jack, Alan. <laughs> I just love that Eddie's moan as well. Like, oh, he beat me this way, then he beat me that way. Why don't you beat him that way then, you silly mm. wazard? Yeah, he's getting... I'm, I'm not very good. Been like, watching Takeshi's Castle this week. That's why I had to throw the, the word new one. Wazik in there. Yeah, the new one's not very good because oh. um, Ramesh and Tom 
the commentators, excuse me, they sound bored. Tom who? Oh. Tom Davies, the big Cockney Oh, yeah, yeah, glasses. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, just, they sound really bored and fed up to be there. Mm. So I had to go That's back on want. YouTube and yeah. Craig Charles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You wasik. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one, is it? Wasik. Yeah. Uh, where we at? Dominic Mysterio runs into Carmelo Hayes backstage. They bicker about whose title reign will be longer in the group of match next week. Elsewhere, Kana James interrupts a Becky Lynch interview and says she doesn't want her here. Becky says she'll whoop Kana's ass once she becomes NXT Women's Champion. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, the first match after the title win had even been set up before the title had even been won. Yep. Disrespect to Tiffy Strats. Yeah. It's disgusting. Well, this disgusting. Was, but even when I was watching it in real time, because I avoided spoilers, I was like, oh, no, I, no, I didn't use that morning on you. Actually, <laughs> I thought I was going to say this set off an alarm bell, but it didn't. It confirmed what I already knew. Yeah. Anyway, I have to now run off, and I warned oh. the lads I, I needed to before the pod. I'm not just, I'm not just dropping that on mm. you. It's the news of this title. What, what you can tell us? I know, this. yeah. I what, what's happening? I can't believe that the next booking decision is going to happen. No. But yeah, cheers well, everyone. Thank you as always, Jack. Take care yourself. Does Joe want to sit in? Did he watch NXT this week? I watched no wrestling. <laughs> Joe would love to, but he doesn't want to stand us up. That's a good, that good lad, Joe. What a nice lad. At least he's honest. Can you put that there so it makes it look like Papa Jack is giving his opinion? He's not been out for months this week. Now he's just bashing Ariel Hawani. Fantastic. Look at him going for it. Groinelli went there putting that there. <laughs> Papa Jack bringing on a wagamama. Anyway, Becky Lynch wanted a crumb at the table or something, she said. She wanted a crumb. That's all she wanted. But it's the bit at the start of the promotion. Yeah. like, it feels good to be home. Why does she have to say that? To make it like mean something, I know the crowd cheer. We we were there. We watched the Becky Lynch year of NXT. Yeah. She wasn't. That wasn't her home. She was a. If only she'd come back doing the the river did, dance. Did, 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 did. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that got the crowd cheering, almost as loudly as Tyler Bate beating Axiom in the Global Heritage Invitation. We talked about the crowd earlier, not getting with the program. Chan Power Ranger Axiom. Yes. The plants How are old dead. are these people? We're just Power Rangers now. They're fully grown cool men who watch wrestling, Matthew. Like yes. us. No, cool look men. At, look at that jackass and the mask. You know. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, Bush is interviewed at the official NXT Global Heritage Invitational Watch Party. He says everybody knows about their long history and nobody brings out the bruise in him like Tyler Bate. Talks about the match of the year they had one time and it's going to be great. He's going to go, bleh. Uh, crowd didn't make any noise. Butch, when he's in NXT, is not Butch. He's Pete Dunne. He was wearing a nice plaid jacket. Yep. He looked lovely. He was speaking about my first, well, what was Tyler's first opponent when he was 15. Um, speaking about that uh, that watch party as well, Joe Coffey, we need to have words with him because he was sat there in the front row with a massive stein, a massive stein of ale. That man cannot stop drinking alcohol and it's becoming a bit of an issue, it's clear. <laughs> anyway, Axiom, Super Spanish Fly, into a... So I've written down the sequence of like, moves, right? right a, a Super Spanish Fly, into a kick out, into an arm bar, into a power bomb, into a Tyler Driver, which was reversed into a massive lariat, into a Tyler Driver that ended the match. That was... Whoa! <laughs> Je ne sais quoi va va voom! Yeah. And also, Noam Dar looked lovely, dressed as an elephant. It, it, all this serious wrestling happening, all these big bang bongs happening, and then there's <laughs> Noam Dar as an elephant. Bing bang bong, <laughs> sing sang song, ding dang dong... UK Hun, I believe it goes off the drag races. That's right. I don't yeah. want to do the full thing, but thank you very much. For it. <laughs> but yes. Oh, uh, this is net. It's heartbreaking what's coming up. Joe next, Gacy <laughs> and Arvarine meet at the spooky tree. I don't know. Is that like east or west of the uh, Eddie Thorpe's tree? It was doing this in the background. Could I hear Dijak? <laughs> Rumors have it that was the tree that Dijak had seen to. That would be an orc. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, wrong Everything tree. Like <laughs> Anyway, they made the spooky tree. Rain says that four roots may have become two, but there's still room to find more followers. 
Casey says, nah. Now it's they rotten. stand. It's withering away. Yeah. So Ava Rain's gagging to stay in the schism because she knows that's the only thing she's got to keep her on TV. Whereas Joe Gacy does not want to be with Ava Rain anymore. So he wants to say, get away. See you later. Yeah. Go away. I'm still here. You're like, oh, damn it. Oh, no. Uh, they sound more, more isolated than ever before. They put their palms on the tree, just left of where the big belt mark was. Uh, because, yes, it's come out in the news. Obviously, it was announced, well, everyone knew about what was going to happen. Three or four months ago, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Grizzled Young Vets said, would we request our release? And they went, no, we're going to keep it around until the end of your contract. And he goes, well, that'll be around this time. They beat the Creeds, which is surprising, but then they had the rematch in the cage a few weeks ago, which wasn't to get rid of the Grizzled Young Vets. It was just to have the Creeds come back on NXT. Yes. So they've done that. Yes. So they've gone. Yes. And I'm excited that's to hear it. Zach Gibson cut a Zach Gibson promo for the first yeah. time in a couple of years because that's one of the more baff- you know, big fans of NXT applaud a lot of what they do with Terry Spunk and people like that. But shoehorning Zach Gibson with a gimmick like that where he can't cut yeah. his promos that only he can cut yeah. um, was a strange strange decision. Can't get me words out. Getting yeah, emotional. Yeah, fully, yeah nah, me too. <laughs> they were doing less and less of the stuff like the, the eye and... Dressing up and be like, yes, brother. But when no. they spoke, it was still like, oh, it's still part yeah. of the tree. Oh. But like the last, the, week, the last few months, it's been like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Get rid of us. No one's watching. I wonder where they're going to go. I think Impact would be a nice starting point for them, if any of the big, mm. so, the bigger promotions, I guess. That'd be nice. I mean, yeah. FTR have done an open invitational. Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FTR are like, oh, look, it's the spooky guys. <laughs> Shut up, you. Dave Meltzer wankers. Whatever. <laughs> oh, looking forward to that. You sit at home reading your newsletters. That's it. All it'll take is one promo from him. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. No one's going to think about yeah. that stupid gimmick. Uh, Trick, Willie, and Kamala Hayes meet in the locker room. And Kamala reassures Trick that he'll always have his back. Oh. Trick offers to be in Kamala's corner against Dom next week, but Hayes says he's okay. In the background, we see Wesley clearing out his locker. Yeah. Yep. We learn a bit more later on, but yeah, it looked like he was he was desolate, wasn't he? he was he was heartbroken. He was just packing everything up, and he had a nice little suitcase with him as well. It was the, the, the full whammy. Um, but I guess Trick was he he felt a bit forgotten, didn't he, by Mello? But they're still tight. Yeah. But that was not the main he- uh, headline from this segment. Yes. There it was it was Wesley doing his thing right. in the background. They, they, they could have just gone blah 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 blah. Wesley. But I guess we learned that Me- uh, Trick is going to be there for Mello next week when he faces Doughty Dom because mm. he assumed the JD will be there as well. The JD, not AJD. Yeah, so annoying. The Judgment Day. The Creeds win a tag match against Edris Anofe and Malak Blade. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo uh, stop making out for long enough just to taunt (laughs) them from the platform while outside the ring. Hank and Tank arrive only to be ambushed by Bronco Nima and Lucian Price. This tag division sure is rowdy. They are. They all want the tag team titles, and it's just a continuation from last week's thing. The only thing I've got written down here was Edris's bump. He took off a lariat from Julius. It was rigid. He sort of t- took it really high up on his shoulders yeah. and like low down on his neck, but his body was like like an arrow. So it was really rigid, but yeah, it, the match was all right. Edris and Malik were doing slightly less flippy stuff and more like power-based moves, mm. which I thought was an interesting change. But it fit because they're both jacked brothers. Yeah, it makes sense. It's going to be a few guys like Gaza and Carrillo and other people who do the flippy stuff. It's like, well, got to be better or different than not the same as. Yes, a ca- not a case of the action Andretti's. Exactly. Aye. What's the opposite of the action Andretti's? Being good. The Eric Rowans. Oh, sorry. Being jacked. <laughs> Real jacked. Becky Lynch and Laia Valkyria are nice to each other backstage because they're both from the Emerald Isle. They are. Both Irish. 
That's what that means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless podcasting here. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all it was. It was like, oh, yeah, you're really good. You know, you keep yeah, killing yeah. the game. Yeah. That was all the you're segment You're Zig was. and I'm Zag. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, Roxanne Perez talks to members of the locker room about how good the last women's breakout tournament was for her career. What a bitch, yeah? What yeah, a bitch. Yeah, yeah, oh, look, yeah, yeah. I won the tournament. I, yeah, I've gone yeah, and yeah. done this and I've done this. Yeah. And then she said, chaos is inevitable, Matthew. Who talks like that? That's the type of thing Booker T would say. He's like, oh, these women, they all hate each other. Like, <laughs> She's confronted by Electra Lopez and Lola Vice about her new attitude. Lola says that once she's taken care of Perez, she plans to enter the tournament and win. Yeah, Roxanne looked like a right nerd against Electra and the other lady. I forgot her name already, even though we just said it. Exactly. Aye, what was her name? Lola. Lola. Lola Vice. Yeah, like a right Lola nerd. Vice. <laughs> it's not I'm, Lola Vice. Yeah, it is. It no, is Lola Vice. No, I'm laughing at the name because it is like, <laughs> wow, Lola Vice. Yeah. Speaking of crazy names, Nathan Fraser with a lovely new intro with the, the lights go down and never the slow flames down. go around. They go, wow, it looks really nice. And he goes, never slow down. Runs out and the reaction sounds like this. <laughs> Thank you. Beats former Open the Dreamgate champion Akira Dozawa <laughs> in the Global Heritage Invitational. And after the watch party, Joe Coffey says he's going to slap Delightful Hudson about next week and win the whole competition. Duke interrupts and plans to spoil those plans and even says, I've just done the sums and it turns out that blah, 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 blah. It's going to be a three-way. It is, yeah. Because yeah. Nathan, well, in, in the match before the promo there, Nathan running the ropes and doing a shoot drop kick was really cool because mm. he went really quick and didn't decapitate himself this week, which was nice to well see. Well done. There was nothing much else to the match itself, but it was an impressive finish from Nathan where he does a superplex into what Vic called a boom. Whatever the boom, it's like... It does like doing gold that Gold spinny thing, like suplex spinny, I forget what it was called. Suplex, standard suplex. Yeah, yeah. Spin around. Final cut? Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it was the final Aye. cut, yes. Whatever that was called. I actually forgot because Goldus got had so many trademark moves towards the end, didn't he? God. Yeah. Yeah, final cut. Well done. Does that off the suplex, which is nice to see. And then I'm, I'm, was joking slightly about Joe Coffey being an alcoholic earlier. But in this, I've written my first note for this promo is Coffey looks hungover. Because <laughs> he's all like, he's got glassy eyed and staring off in the distance when the promo starts. So is he an alcoholic and gimmick? I've got no idea. Um, but yeah, just the way this, this spell it out saying, if I beat you next week, there'll be a three-way tie for the lead in Group B. So Dill is going to win on that show, which yeah. we never watch. Which, yeah, right. Uh, and I'm thankful they did that because they, even though we look, watch this every week, it's like, okay, cool. I'm not really paying attention to who's got this many points or whatever and stuff like that. I'm just like, just, just to do the matches. It might be one of the reasons why the, the reaction's a bit more subdued. It's like, oh, you know what I like? Wrestling. You know what I don't like? Doing math. Yeah. Yeah, but also Dull has gone back to being Dull now because he's given himself a nickname. Much like Paul Ince used to call himself the governor because no one else thought he was worth anything. Uh, Dull now calls himself the spoiler because of his, what you would think is going to be a win on Friday. I'm not calling he's him He's the spoiler. Why? Because he's on the back of a car. <laughs> I don't know. In a backstage interview, Mustafa Ali admits his victory over Dragon Lee was tainted by Dominic Mysterio's crooked officiating, but denies being the bad guy. Lee turns up and complains about being screwed. Ali says once he defeats Dom for the title, he'll give Lee the first shot, and Lee's like, that guy's a dick. It's really good heel work from Mustafa, Mustafa Ali because he yeah. was obviously doing the honourable thing by dropping Dom in last week's, like after the, the screwy pin, but he didn't mean it. He just rizzle-razzled everybody because he is a bad man. He's a heel. Mm. And he's been a very good, sarcastic heel. I enjoyed his promo. Yeah. Up the Mustafa. I'm glad that people are like, oh, he is a bad guy. It's like Johnny Hunky on Twitter. It's like, no, I'm a bad guy now. Do you, do you get it? Is it too subtle? Yeah. No. He just dumb. Uh, an emotional Wesley leaves the building saying he's done with NXT forever. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. More yeah, evidence that the plants are no more. 
I'm sure they'll look, oh, the crowds could be like, oh, no, where's come back, stay. Crowd's like, nah. Yeah. We're Get out. In we're not in this. We're not in it this week. It was heartbreaking, though, because he said, yeah. Ely was the better man tonight. If I'm not going to No Mercy, I'm going home. His wife's there to greet him at the door. Mm-hmm. He's finished, and all you hear is the crowd taking the piss. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that no good Wesley. <laughs> oh, yeah, who likes him? He's going to go to the main, obviously go to the main roster, surely. He's, Absolutely. If he's not going to win the title, he's just spinning his wheels now in NXT. Yep. Yeah. I agree. The NXT's taking enough from the main roster. Going to give back at some point, right? <laughs> As he leaves, Blair Davenport is jumped by a mysterious hooded assailant. It's revealed to be Ninja Tory from... <laughs> to, oh, no, sorry. It's Gigi Dolan. It's more evidence that NXT, the powers that be, watch this podcast because we're moaning last week about Moni Gigi Dolan, always yeah. moaning about everything. Yep. Someone breathes. Oh, why are you breathing like that? Oh. I had a tough upbringing. <laughs> now she's just beating up people, which is nice yeah. to see. Yeah, more of I'll this. I'll give something to complain about. Exactly. She's an old Bosh. <laughs> and in the main event, Becky Lynch beats Tiffy Strats to become the new NXT Women's Champion. I'm disgusted. I, w- I was kind of so. You know, I can see, obviously, from a business perspective, it's on Becky Lynch as one of the biggest, you know, names in wrestling. Seeing her with yeah. the NXT logo on her shoulder all the time is fine. But Tiffy barely got going in her reign, and she obviously is going to be the future of professional mm-hmm. wrestling. We've said for a long time on this podcast, and it just it did. It made me feel a bit angry when Becky won, even though it makes sense from a business perspective. Of course, but I'm a fan, not a businessman. I don't get five million bonuses for signing a deal with TKO bollocks exactly. um, the match okay. was a, a, a fantastic big old dick sw- a swinging contest at the start like Becky Lynch was trying to do well not trying to do she was doing very nice cartwheels yep. to just sort of one up Tiffy Strats the picture perfect swan tom bomb from Tiffy Strats mm. might even be better than a finisher the BME mm. the best moonsault ever uh, the was prettiest a, moonsault ever sorry the PME the prettiest moonsault ever there was a shoot Russian leg sweep off the uh, middle rope off the bread rope from Becky Lynch mm-hmm. which just added to the ding dong battle uh, the leg drop on the announce table I'm sure we'll be making its one of your videos. No, I don't think it was prepped. No, you think so? Uh, it looked like a stiff landing for Becky on a on a tailbone. Ooh. I think I broke my tailbone. Because she's her tailbone's not her gimmick. That's Von Wagner's. Yeah. Oh. She watches this. Do you reckon that was on purpose then? The only man who can break the tables is Terry Spunk. That's right. You've been tabled. Yeah. <laughs> Every of her rest is hitting it with sledgehammers. <laughs> we can't do it. Only cum can break it. From break has got the... <laughs> and that, the jackhammer, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah. yeah when oh, she's using Baron Corbin's head. <laughs> I thought there was a lovely finish as well with the, the PME like failing into a roll yeah. up, like roll through and then the man will slam. But again, it just made, it doesn't it doesn't feel right, Matthew. It doesn't feel right. I agree. It's as a business decision, it was a good one. They are getting very high numbers at NXT. So like eight hundred odd thousand or whatever. Obviously we don't really care about who cares about ratings, but when yeah. there's a bigger bump and they're obviously trying to get a lot of people's eyes on NXT because of the amount of guest stars, Dominic, um, Wesley, etc. People Corbin. aren't doing Corbin and treating it like how ECW and Sci-Fi used to be. It was like, Well, you guys aren't got nothing for you on the main roster right now. Just do a sort off to NXT for a bit and just get uh Long cooked. Yeah. Long cooked. Yeah. What's it called? Slow cooked. Slow cooked. There we yeah, go. slow cooked. Because um, I saw that, I think <laughs> I think cooked. someone shared this who was like reputable in the TV ratings game. Ooh. But it was like over a million were tuned in for because mm. there was like an eight, mil- eight minute spillover oh, at the end of NXT. Okay. So the spillover, which I know it might be people tuning in for the next show. Mm. I don't know what's on after NXT on a Tuesday. Um, but yeah, more than a million people saw that ending. I think I'm right in saying. Oh. Well, that's nice. And that's what they've been trying to get for a while. Yeah. And the thing going around like, no, no, we want people to, lots more people to watch NXT. It's no longer just a training thing. So Yeah, it makes you wonder who's going to beat Becky now. 
Surely it's not going to be Lyra Valkyria. Surely not. Uh, After that little promo backstage for both being Irish. I mean, Becky's way too high up to be like having a little caretaker reign. She's not a Dolph Ziggler. Mm. So it's like, I assume it's just going to be a three-way where Tiff pins somebody else. That would make oh, more yeah. sense. Yeah, but, That makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. But another thing to point out is just how good Tiff Strat's got in such a short space of time. Yeah, she was, didn't look out of place there against WrestleMania main eventer, mm. Bucky Launch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I love the main event. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, because we're, like, we're actually watching NXT. We're like, oh Yeah. It's like, if for main roster fans, it's like when Goldberg came back and beat Kevin Owens. Yes. It's exactly the same yes. as that. That's how we feel about Tiffy Strats losing to Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever said on this podcast, including Wagamama. Including that as well. Aye. Oh, Goldberg <laughs> does like a Wagamama now and again. Yeah, probably. AW Dynamite. Mathwell, Jacob Friedman. That's good. I like that. Ah, yeah. Why does he say that? Well, you will see. Ricky Starks tries to help Big Bill win the opening match against John Moxie, but Brian Danielson evens the odds. The bastard. Moxie wins, and Claudio helps fight off the bad guys afterwards. Of course he does. He does, aye. Large William was moving around that ring like there was no tomorrow. His his burst of pace for his splash thing in the corner was shades of Nathan Fraser. That's how quick <laughs> he was moving across that ring. I enjoyed Big Bill getting Moxie's blood and putting on like lipstick and then frolicking around the ring in a reference I'm sure I'm not getting, but I'm sure that was a reference to something. Was it a reference to something? I don't think so, no. I think Joel, just... any films where someone gets blood and puts it on their lips and sort of frolics around the ring? Let us know in the comments hey, down below. Go. Dirt, what do you mean you haven't seen <laughs> dodgy film? Ooh. Uh, Mox does this massive shoot superplex where you can clearly see him sort of wrenching Bill over yeah. for this, to, like, you know, like sort of a deadlift kind of thing. And then Bill does an impressive oh, no. boss man slam, continues good moving around the ring. Mm -hmm. I like the finish with Mox... Bill tried to pick up Mox, but then Mox locking in the sort of triangle choke. It was mm -hmm. nice to see. So my main criticism of the Orange Cassidy reign was all the match. Well, it felt like all the matches ended with a roll-up. So to see Moxley so early in his reign, ending it in a different way, was nice to see. Because mm -hmm. you don't see him doing it with the triangle chokes all the time, do you? No, you do not. No, you don't. Also, Ricky Stark shouting, you broke my pearl necklace. Lovely. Because he did. He snapped his pearl necklace. That's one of those expressions that's just gone. It's just you can't take it seriously anymore, can you? Yeah, well, imagine your man being called Pearl. Imagine going to high school, because that was my life for a few three, Oh, four years. really? Oh, yeah, fantastic. I tell you what, Christian would have loved wrestling you. Yeah. Promos by themselves. <laughs> anyway. Um, Is everything all right? Do you take a break? No, I've got my um, notes. I emailed myself, and I just got an email saying, your payment's been declined. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a fake email. <laughs> <laughs> you know that bit of shocker. Oh, Jesus Christ, what is it? Wait, hang on. Just everything looks bad on the things. Like, hang on, why does that look like a JPEG? That can't be right. So, uh, back to reality. A concerned Adam Cole warns Roddy Strong that Smojo could break his neck. Roddy is flabbergasted. I love that word. That Cole suddenly cares. He says he'll beat Joe, then beat MGF because he's a wrestling legend. It's the way he's a bitch. The way he lays on it thick. Oh, now you care about yeah. my neck health. <laughs> neck health. Yeah, the, the 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 little emphasis put on the wrestling legend bit at the end of the promo as well. Roddy Strong is knocking it out the park. He certainly oh, I is. Put an accent on for that, but there we go. All right, famously Irish, Roderick Strong. <laughs> for the Boston Celtics. Sorry. Don Callis cuts a promo on Takeshita. He says that in Japan, when you're the best wrestler in the promotion, they call you the ace. And Takeshita is the best ace of all time. He also calls him the alpha for beating Kenny Omega. Twice in a row, the bastard. Kalos says that their next target is Kota Ibushi and avails a painting of Ibushi cowering 
while Takeshita brandishes a sword <laughs> and Kala stabs the Peyton right through Bushi's face. Lovely. <sighs> it makes sense, the nice little tie to sort of Jericho's old nickname being the Alpha, and he's like, oh, not like Jericho, because obviously Callus and Jericho got a little, well, yep. it's still going on, but it did for a little bit. He called a cuck was used, which I never thought I'd hear on AEW, but there we go. Has the podcast stopped? <laughs> I was like, oh, I have nothing to add to that. Really. No, Sorry. I just never thought I'd hear it. You're um, like, can I say anything? Have I got anything? I've got nothing. I'll stay out, Ross. But I think the, the, the rivalry now, it maybe feels a bit like a Chris Jericho one because obviously Takeshita's beaten Kenny Omega twice. Well, once, you know, once was a bit rizzle-razzly. Once was conclusively. Now it looks like he's going to have to, like, maybe go through Kota as well. Kenny will come back win the last match, and because of that, Kenny's won the feud, which is a bit Chris Jericho of Kenny Omega if that happens. But mm. we don't know if that will happen yet. It's a good point, but it does mean more Don Callis segments. It does. I love him just saying just rotten things like, oh, I never really had the whole empathy thing. <laughs> it's like, what a dick you are. His gash is not closing up, is it? And it's good because he's bald. He's got this big gash. It just looks like a human penis, <laughs> which is so fitting for I him. I never thought about that, but there you go. This is wrestling journalism. It is wrestling journalism. Lovely spray tan on the penis as well. Yes. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Backstage, Brian and Claudio issue a challenge to Starks and Big Bill for Saturday. Ray Fenix shows up and wants the international championship, but is held back from Moxley by security. While this is all going on, we see Eddie Kingston approach Claudio back. Ah, that's lovely. And warn him that time is ticking on his Ring of Honor title reign. Big yeah. strong laugh from Eddie. The first bit was a bit kind of, not not random, but you know what I mean? Just sort of like kind of thrown together. I'll just do something to set up a match for Collision, which is the tag match between mm. Brian and Claudio and uh, Ray and Penta. Uh, that's set for Collision. Mm. And then, yeah, Eddie's stand-up. He, just, he knows he's going to win, doesn't he? His, his mm. big hometown. He knows it's going to happen. Yep. No uppercuts at all. Oh. <laughs> Again, not <nothing laughs> after that. Sorry, some of these bits have been like, yeah, that'll happen this week. It was a it was a weird one, AW. There was some good stuff, plenty of it, obviously. But it's but... one of those sleeper episodes where everything's right. being used to set up the big thing next week. Yeah. Yeah. And I have nothing to add to it. No. Um, Hook. Orange Cassidy interrupts a Hook interview to ask, why, why is he so mad? <laughs> His only game. He's got a title. Um, Cassidy laments he doesn't have one anymore, and Hook calls him a great champion. Have a fist bump. He's still tired. He is still tired. It was a nice human promo from both men. But like, just, I'm just walking around here and seeing who go mad about something. You were a great champion. Thanks, man. You are too. Nice human promo. Yeah. A, a stone's throw away from an 80s cocaine promo in the WF. It's like the opposite. Like, yeah. these, these, these lads are doing night nurse. <laughs> but yeah, right. He made, made them human, which is a thing that sometimes could be missing from wrestling, especially AEW. Yeah. So, ah. Tony Storm wins a four-way number one contender match against Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, and Isla Ruse. Shida is noticeably angry afterwards. That was nice because even though they were teaming together like in the build the wall in, they were still a bit like, I used to hate you. I guess I still do hate you. So it was nice to see that continued. Mm. Um, Tony was weird seeing her get like an outcast's like, entrance because mm. I thought she clearly left last week. The, if not, yeah, that's if not the, the week before. Yeah. I, it, why we... She just mustn't have a theme. It, it's almost like AEW doesn't really care about the women's division. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she does. We saw it. A yeah. bloody... Hey, was it a special theme? Maybe it was then. It was for some reference we got. I thought it was a new theme. She had God Save the, uh, God Save the Queen, didn't she, at Wembley? Which oh, disgusted oh, people. Yeah, yeah. She can't have that every week. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That would be fun if she did use that every week. <laughs> every week she uses it. 
Um, we had the <laughs> stuff because Tony's character work in the match was good. Where Nyla Rose does like a big move and then does like a pose, but then yeah. Tony gets in front of her just to do her pose because she's stealing the spotlight. That's right. Um, I just thought it was the right result. Tony's the person who should beat Saray because it's clear, you know, it's harsh to say, but Saray can't wrestle maybe as often as a champion maybe should do. I know the champions don't. There are some champions, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say Roman Reigns, but you know, that's an example of champions who don't wrestle very often, but that's through choice maybe rather than necessity. So it feels unfair to have Saray in that situation. Yeah, look, we've got what we wanted, which is like, yay, English person won the title in I England. I wasn't asked, were you? <laughs> and that's like, all right, cool, next, <laughs> next. And yeah, coming for Tony to beat her for it. Uh, Jericho and Sammy come out ahead of their match next week. Jericho talks about seeing the potential in Sammy and telling TK to sign him for AEW. Sammy thinks Jericho, sorry, thanks. Yeah, Sammy thanks Jericho for changing his life. Yeah, he did. And says he didn't want to get into wrestling to be a sidekick. They argue about whether Sammy is good enough to beat Jericho and move to the next level before having an intense handshake. This is all nice and stuff, but it's we've, we've been at this point for a while now. I'll be yeah. like, all right, hurry up. Arthur Ashe. Yeah. The most interesting part of it for me was like dating back uh, October 2018. That's when Chris Jericho was recruiting people for AEW. I thought was interesting that early. Oh, I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, yeah that's... NWA 70 was in October 2018. But the whole storyline doesn't... like. Sammy was like, I need to beat you to get out from your shadow. But then I'm going to go and win tag team championships with you, Chris, if I do beat you. Yeah. That's like the opposite thing that should happen. Yeah. Which makes me well, think... No, no, that makes sense because I want to be equal, not a sidekick. Oh, the tag I'm... team. It's not Jericho and his mate. Wants to get it over him. Be his sh- shadow-causing thing. Mm. <laughs> his big shadow cause <laughs> Sammy's gone from being in the shadow to being the cause of the shadow yeah. um, but the mention of Daniel Garcia makes me think that maybe Garcia gets involved and mm. him and Sammy rizzle-razzle Jericho maybe I don't know mm. it'd be interesting to see if Jericho eats another loss on a big show because that wouldn't be like him to have that many in a row, surely. No, but he's a good guy, Jericho, reading the internet. He's like, oh, I'm losing a lot. All right. <laughs> Action Andretti, one, <laughs> one win number two. Uh, well, no. We've seen an interview from last week. So, obviously, yeah, he wasn't on any of this week then. Of MGF correctly guessing that Strong and Joe would make it the tournament final. He says he's ready for either man and then does the exact sign of math word for word. Which, what a mark, eh? Yeah. What a filthy mark. Nerds. Yeah, he knew it word for word as well. Not even I know that. And I'm... Useless. I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe I could do it, but, like, with prep. You could do the fir- first couple of yeah, lines. Yeah. You know, say, oh, man, we're great equal. If you look at me and Smojo, you see that statement's not true. So you normally go one-on-one with another wrestler. You've got a 50-50 best chance. No, not but a 50-50 chance of winning. But I, I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got to take... Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That shows how big of a mark MJF is. Yeah. Eh? Eh? I've got 103 quality... Ah, <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> See, you may get one little bit like, what, what, what number is it then? Because yeah. it's a math equation. If you get the first number, you're like, no, whatever. To re- memorize a lot is impressive, though. I'm yeah. sure there's lots of people who can claim that. No, you can can't do beat it. me. So I'm going to try. So, smart, yo, you take your 53. Like, so I'm gonna do it's Melt but... has asked if he would sacrifice. That's all I'm yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed his little jibes at Roddy as well, call him a wet blanket and a third a third wheel and shake <laughs> shake it off, Roddy, you bland bitch. Yeah. Not mincing his words was nice, but yeah, it was all about the style yeah, promo. He said, smart, yo, get into your big fat skull. <laughs> We see uh, uh, Hangman Page beats Brian Cage, despite interference from Swerve Strickland. Hangman argues with Swerve on the microphone afterwards, saying about match for WrestleDream. 
Cage and Prince Nana attack Hangman from behind, but the Young Bucks save the day with Thank some God. super kicks. Thank God. Yeah, oh, phew. Oh. Um, it was a shame to see Prince Nana not being able to dance mm-hmm. during Brian Cage's entrance because it's not a bop, as the kids would call it, I think. Um, I thought this was like the 100th singles match between Hangman and Cage would seen, but it turns out it was just the third. <laughs> wow, was it? Yeah, it is just the third on they had TV. They match on the pay-per-view, and then did they have another TV one then? Or? They, they did it in the build-up of the match. It was just those two matches uh, they showed in the... Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, they did have one build-up. Um, but yeah, it was just as yeah. we'd come to expect from these two. It was a good ding-dong battle. Hangman does a 619, which I didn't think I'd see. He's like, yeah, I really did that. I don't know why I put that voice on, but there we go. He's not Goofy the dog. Oh, God, he's not beefing with Rey Mysterio <laughs> now, is he? <laughs> Uh, Prince Nana was able to dance when Swerve came out and the camera got it, which yeah. was lovely to see. Uh, Brian Cage is German from the apron to the inside of the ring from the Brett rope. Should be his finisher because mm. it was amazing to see. Um, and then the little promo at the end there. It should be a good match. Yeah. hope they get more promo time in the build of it as well. Yeah, It's nice seeing the Dead Eye get the win as well because you often see that get the uh, end of match. But yeah. yeah. So I think Brian Cage is just the dude that loses to Hangman Page because <laughs> their names are similar. It's like Lex Luthor. And Superman. Like, He's the cryptid. No, I was more of a Spider-Man. You're boy. doing good. Yeah. You're doing good though. though. Yeah, yeah. Up, up the Parker. <laughs> <laughs> up the spiders. Uh, Danny Garcia is doing his little dance backstage. Don Callis tries to entice him into the Don Callis family, but Garcia just dances away. Now it's 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 hard to interpret the dance because he gave it a little like hand gesture as well to say like oh I'm not accepting your offer. Mm-hmm. But you know it could be the the aggression and the passion in the dance. It could have been like a mating call. I reckon, like, you know, when, oh, when peacocks yeah. put their things up. We've seen uh, Attenborough to know. Exactly. Yeah. It was just maybe it could be one of those things where when he does that, he's a bit turned on and wants to join the family. But I do think he'll get involved in the finish of Sammy and Chris. Do you think he only works when he's dancing? <laughs> I want to hire you. Don't go see stop dancing. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> With Christian Luchasaurus watching on, Darby Allen and Nick Wayne beat Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Then after the bell, Christian complains about Darby and Sting's win over him in Wembley, saying he didn't have his usual tag partner. His uh, regular tag partner, Matthew. Could that be Adam Copeland? Ooh. Sexton Hardcastle? Um, Corner? <laughs> Damon, <laughs> what was his name? Damon, Hardcastle, I think. Is it Damon Hardcastle? Something like that, Damon yeah. Stryker? Um, maybe? Mm. I can't remember. Edge? Edge, yes. He wants a rematch next week himself and Luchasaurus for Darby and Sting. Uh, what did he say about his mom? Oh, Christian complains about Nick's mom not posting enough bikini pics on Instagram. Yeah, there's two issues <laughs> with, with uh, Nick Wayne's mom's Instagram. It's the lack of bikini pictures, and also there's too much talk about Darby and Sting's win in front of the biggest crowd ever at Wembley at 81,035 uh, back a couple of weeks ago. Just the way he laid it out like mm. that was really funny. Um, but as for the match, we had Daddy Magic getting the Brother Love pops throughout the match on the turn, on the yep. apron when he's waiting for the tag. Uh, just the, the the cool AF move, I think the kids would say, with the double moonsault and the coffin drop at the same time off the same turnbuckle, yep. was good by the lads. But it was all about Christian and what could potentially happen next week. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon you know how they had Edge, Brood Edge? Do you reckon you'd get away with trademarking with AEW Edge? <laughs> Elite Edge. Oh, just calling it like like Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gibson calling himself, yeah. <laughs> I'm edge. trying to make edge an elite one word and I can't do it in my head. I'm edge. too tired. A E A A Edge dub. Oh, no, that's terrible. Oh, no. goodness me. Strike that from the record. All edge wrestling. <laughs> that's cheesy enough to work. He's just posting edgy <laughs> opinions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think women should vote. Oh, my God, it's all elite wrestling. <laughs> it's all edge wrestling. I messed it up, thank you. <laughs> Samoa Joe beats Ready Strong to become the number one contender. After the match, he tells MGF he's going to take everything from him 
Joe leaves, and Cole comes out to check on Strong, who pretends to be more hurt than he is. It was really interesting, that. Like, yeah. what's happening there? Are they trying to, oh, hello, friend. Yeah, they try to lure Cole into being like a big old softie, then wham, they'll attack him, I don't I know. Just, he just wants his friend back. That's yeah. what he said. So he's like, oh, my friend's here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, my neck fell off. The kingdom blame Cole and then tell him to leave. Joe reappears and chokes out Cole to send MJF a message. They were doing a lot near the end, but it worked. Uh, but yeah, it's like Roddy Strong versus Samoa Joe. I'm like, oh, we're doing this again. The good old days of Ring of Honor 0405. Just wow. And it was lovely. We knew what was going to be happening. Well, the chance Roddy Strong was going to be winning. But no, we no. thought maybe, you know, it wasn't like the Penta Joe match. You're like, oh, maybe Strong could win. It'll yeah. be all right. But then it's like, come on. Yeah, it was it. Maybe they didn't go like hell for leather, but what? Why would you when it's you know the big show next week? Obviously, they're, but they're both laid in all that stuff. Like some of Joe's chops were gnarly, but again, it was just all about the ending, which mm-hmm. I think maybe is why the match was a bit like you know not subdued is not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like all the guns and whistles. Yeah, but like it was brought as they said, that's, yeah. didn't need to be, did it? But it's just interesting where they're going to go with like because you they catch it on camera wonderfully. The camera work was good for this spot for the first time in a while. I say that, you know, not, nah, not the first time. True. You know, they miss a lot. True. Um, where Roddy's just clearly like, oh, I'm, I'm a bit sore, but it's all right. But he sees Ivy's like, whoa! <laughs> Hits the deck straight away. So where are they going to go with this? Because it feels like the way Roddy's going. He wants Adam Cole dressed in like a saucy nurse's outfit, trying to nurse him back to health. Or is that fan fiction I've written off the top of my head by myself? I don't know. Off the top of your head. Oh, lovely. Hey, wait, what's oh, all this? Stop it. Chapter nine. No. <laughs> Um, Let me take yeah. off this sexy neck brace of yours. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good end of the show, I thought. Yeah. Because obviously Samoa Joe chokes out Adam Cole as well, which makes yes. you think that maybe Cole might get involved somehow yeah. next week. Uh, to, obviously because MJF's involved as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Which yeah. will obviously rile up Rod- Roddy a bit more if he does help Maxwell retain. Maxwell, to give him his real name. That's good. Maxwell. But that was a good dynamite, I thought. We bring it like that. I think people saw what watch it live. In one bit, it was like, nah, it's not as good as it has been. It's a bit, yeah, especially with the, the the low crowd, apparently. But you watch it back, go, no, not read it back. That was good. That was good. That was good. It was the, oh. you know, when the tennis player does a serve and they have to yeah. go. It, the last night's show was a a next pixel beer. Yes. The tie in with the Arthur Ashe, you see. Yes. That's, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> he did the tennis. <laughs> That was the weekend rest. That was the weekend rest. It didn't even last two hours, which was nice. No, it was Jack talking all the time. <laughs> God. Meow, meow, meow. I'm scared of people. Meow, meow, meow. Tom's on the podcast next week. <sighs> I'm going to need a day off after that then. Do we smell what he's cooking? <laughs> what he's cooking is illegal. I was going to say COVID, cocaine reference. <laughs> <laughs> he hates them dude I'm like it's nice as a joke but when his enemies are going shut up you do coke do they really oh god the joke's it's real to them on shut the, up Tom stop doing coke on the podcast coke. we need to make it clear Tom doing cocaine is a joke it's a reference to how alive he is at all hours of the day every day that is it it's not a joke to him he takes it seriously <laughs> <laughs> that's a snore uh, that's a shoot that's a shoot <laughs> a snoot oh snoot that was- <laughs> Enough, enough. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> oh, it's bloody Joel joining hey, us. Hello, Hello Joel. Mail, how are you doing? Tell us something interesting about yourself, Joel. <laughs> uh, my name's Joel. <laughs> I'm from Pontefract. Ooh. And I like wrestling. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Oh. Hey. <laughs> You ever kissed a girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh my hey, God. oops, is the first person. How the diddling hell 
How the diddle in hell are you wonderful set of people? Yeah, fair enough. As of writing, I am on my way to do the Great North Run. And I'm getting myself ready and in the zone by listening to this week's girthy, huge, pulsating, ooh, 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 podcast. Ooh. Yes, I don't know what's wrong with me either. Ah. Maybe it's down to you beautiful tones, your beautiful outlooks, sorry, your po- positive outlooks, your beautiful outlooks, please, and banter, or is it just that you are a beautiful bunch of smeg heads? Yay. Anyway, to my <laughs> Cheesy question. heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Smeg heads. Who is a wrestler, promotion, referee, or announcer made it the big time that you first started out seeing on local social clubs, small venues, etc., that when you see them, you get a sense of pride and twinge of happiness having seen them grow? For me, it's everyone at North Wrestling, from the Riverside, the Walker Dome, to working with VXV. Have a great weekend. Lots of love. Former West Ham defender and best penalty taker of the 90s, Julian Dix. Up the Dix. <laughs> A.K. Phil from Durham. Bloody hell, Durham lad. Ah, Darum. Up the posh miners. Yeah. But uh, bloody hell. I mean, I always see like these WCPW originals like Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre scaling the heights of the WWE and thinking, mm. wow, we made them. <laughs> the Gabriel we Kids? We made the pair of... To be fair, that probably is the one. Because yeah. when he, he was like 12 years old when he started. Mm. Remember when me and Miller were doing the commentary for that, we started... <laughs> we started doing the well, we're thrown into the studio that quickly with yeah, no yeah. like real brief of what was going on. We started commentating. It was I remember it was was it Hen no it was Connors versus Gabe was the first ever match, I think. And we started commentating over someone's music because they hadn't flashed up on screen who it was. And it was Gabe's music, I think, but we were commentating as if it was Connors coming down to the ring. So that's how far he's come. We had no yeah. idea basically who he was because we had no time to prep. Um so yeah, I guess seeing him hit the heights he's doing is is, is lovely to see. That's nice. Yeah. I, um, I mean, because I'm an oldie, I remember just seeing the likes of Kevin Owens mm. doing well. Like, oh, him, little lad from PWG. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. And that's seemed unreal now. He's, oh, Jesus, he's maybe been in WWE <laughs> longer than he was PWG. Do God. French then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's French-Canadian, so he's a <laughs> bit of cursing for the lads. So I'll take him. Um, you must have loads. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, God, let go on all time, but like similar to who's on AEW this week. Uh, 3.0, who are still calling that. Mm. Uh, the two hot Canadians. They're all Canadians for some reason. But yeah. yeah. Name a not Canadian. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> the famously not Canadian Eddie Kingston. Joel. He, well, this I'm is, proud uh, of him as well. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is where I get exposed because I'm a big old simp. I, I've, I've only watched WWE for like, <laughs> my whole life. So I don't, I, I don't know. I, I never watched any indie promotions, really. WWE and AEW, that's, that's all I watch. That's enough, I even, isn't it? I, I've never even been to a North, Joe. Oh, I feel quite bad about me that. Me neither, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. I wanted to go to Thunderstruck, but that was the weekend my dad came up, so we, we went to a comedy club instead. <laughs> you did a normal thing. <laughs> he didn't fancy <laughs> wrestling. I tried to convince him, but nah. Shocking. Too weird for him. That's fair enough, pal. Nice answer, thank you. Uh, what's up, fellas? Hope all is well. With Gunther recently becoming the longest reigning IC champion, do y'all think they would do the same thing with the United States Championship? And who do y'all want it to be if it were to happen? That's Trey from Texas. Yes, I do. Y'all. Think <laughs> Thank you y'all. kindly. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we doing? Who I'm Googling the, long- the longest reign. Yeah. It's uh, Lex Luger, right? Uh, let me tell you. I'll, oh. Let me talk to you. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, the longest reign with 523 days is Lex Luger. If we're going all the way back yeah. to 1989, and if it's who's, the same lineage. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Don't th- yeah, I don't believe it's changed. Who's the longest reigning guy who's held it in WWE? Dean Ambrose. His oh, rule in 2013, right. 351 days. Oh, yeah, cool. MVP right. from 2007, 343. Oh, he was half of that, wasn't he? Theory, yep, he's up the top there. 258, I think, is 
Oh, yeah, when he yeah, lost he... at War Games last year. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you had... Shelty B oh. from 08's on there. Cesaro from 2012. Okay. Hmm. The Miz from 09. I'm just naming all the modern ones. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Cody doing that. Oh. He is Mr. American. Right. Yeah, that's, American. A good, that's a good shout. It's so good. I got a tattoo to my neck. Yeah. 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 There must be a reference to Dusty Rhodes in there as well with the US title. Yeah. yeah. It must be on that list, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Did I don't he? Know, I don't know, I'm not that familiar with that far back, to be honest with you. Let's have a look. Stick it on like a like a Montez Ford. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes is on there. Good. 141 days. That's back it, in then. 1987. That's it then. And then in 19... Oh, that's Dustin. Beg me pardon. Oh. Beg me pardon. I mean, he might only be on here once. Dustin is... Rhodes, Cody Rhodes' dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's only in the... He's only held it once, I think, Dusty. Oh, fair enough. On this table and on Wikipedia, which is... You can click the arrows and then it goes... I know, but I don't want to go out the table. Ah. You know what I mean? Mm. So it might be at the bottom of the sources. Mm. Very true. <laughs> he is in the table once. It's Cody. one rain. No, Cody's a good pick. Just to go, again, like the lineage and stuff like that. And if it wasn't him, well, I can't think of anybody else, really. There's no ready-made person on the roster who I think, you know what? They should just have a nice long run for no reason. Terry. Terry Spunk. <laughs> oh, right. thank you. Yeah, I might go on. The new <laughs> Mr. America. Will thank you. He could reign for... Imagine the amount of tables that would get broken. Yeah. Throughout a record-breaking Terry Spunk reign. Yeah. Yes. It's quite hard to think of any, like, up-and-coming single stars, isn't it? Like, mid-carders. They're all kind of... A lot of factions going on now. Yeah. Like I said, Montez Ford, but he's starting the thing with Bobby Lashley and... Yeah. So. Oh, they, they must have plans for him, though, because he was at that TKO thing, wasn't he? Him and Bianca. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think he'd be good. Yeah. Putting on good matches each week. That's what we want. Yeah. That is what we want. You know, I could do a really good job of it. LA Knight. He could. He could. He, well, he's Because yeah. then he can get, like, lots of snappy stuff, because I'm going to refuse to drop the title like all those other guys who do podcasts about me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, lads. It's been a while since we had a poet lariat. Yes. So I thought, that's my pun. So I thought we'd call the Holic's sixth birthday approaching. Jesus. I'd make the endeavor. It's two mo- in two months' time. There's no way that's real. Oh, On 9 11, 9 11 was also the day where everything fell up, like the, the old oh, place found out about Colt Holic. <laughs> <laughs> the metal gymnastics going on in Ross's head there. <laughs> <laughs> say, but that was the day when the old place found out about our new venture. It was on 9 11. It was, oh, yes. So you do never <laughs> forget. <laughs> It was it was quite the day. <laughs> God, that the thing that happened to no one, the thing that happened nearly six years ago, Nia Jax returned and it's not a good it's it's not a good day, is it? Poor Nia. Uh, uh, I'd make the endeavor. Is that a pun? That's what it says. I thought I'd make the endeavor, but it's kind of sucks because I've talked about something else and gone back to it, so it's just dead like that. I hope no apologies if this sucks. For all of us here who are fans of the Graps, there is one place to go to find out what's the haps. To keep up with the bollocks requires no trick, just a YouTube subscription to Cultaholic. Seriously, mash that sub button. <laughs> the leader, he rules with quite the iron fist when he's not doing voiceovers for top 10 lists. He entertains us on Tuesdays with old British game shows as we avidly track just how long his beard grows. <laughs> there is a jovial Ross, he'll always be our king. With WTF and Gary YouTube to your list tings. His humor delights, each appearance is a trip, which catchphrases and, of course, his impeccable drip. You know. Jack is the jobber, because he gets it all done. Weird episodes on Newsday, he makes it all fun. He gives us his <laughs> takes, 
in a cadence unhurried, though he probably should relax. Everything makes him worried. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the Shredditor, a driver named Sam, an absolute wizard of all things off cam. He edits, he narrates, he can do it all and still have time to oversee the prestigious Hall of Ball. Lead of the news, the rare sunshine named Tom. Bring him on board, the boys did no wrong. He spreads positivity with uplifting things to say. It's no lie to state that Tom brightens everyone's day. Cowboy Andrew the Dingle is beloved by all, though he has to wear hats to hide that shiny cue ball. He's an absolute sweetheart, is what we've all heard. Quite the wonderful gent for a baldy bastard. <laughs> Mafu keeps us all giggling and brings all the laughs with his jokes at the expense of wrestling gaffes. Sans' humour and references the podcast feels wrong, though the NXT segment is still way too long. <laughs> Up yours! Up yours, oh. podcast Larry... Sorry, poet lariat man. There are so many others toiling away backstage, like Owen, Dick Tubbs, Jackins, and Aiden, the lesser news ape. And Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how did you manage that? And so many others, the best team in the biz. Without them, Cultaholic wouldn't be what it is. No O would be complete without mention of Jen. Seriously, when she's going to be on Cultaholic again? Oh. Cheers to Cultaholic, our home for things wrestling related. It's been six years now and our enjoyment has never abated. To keep up with the wrestling, there's really no trick. Just join us in the wonderful world of Cultaholic. I could have ended this poem in one of many ways, but only one ending fits, and as I say, up the faves. Up, up oh, the faves. that's one for Jack then. Can't believe it's been almost six years. Here's hoping for many, many more. Keep doing what you do because you're absolutely smashing it, and we all effing love you for it. Signed, former Nottingham Forest striker Pierre von Hoogedonk. Hoogedonk. Wow. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Eric from Boston, a.k.a. Wicked Easy. Yes, I googled obscure footballers from the 90s, and that name screamed off the page at me. It must be in the huge donk. Bloody hell, mate. Eric from Boston, thank you very was, much for your magnificent poem. Very grateful. much appreciated. Up the Wicked Easy from the chats and whatnot, your and Twitches and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Up the Wicked Easy. Thank you, Wicked Easy. And the huge donk in your Are magnificent right, ability. <laughs> oh, I was rather tickled by that. I was like, oh, it's rather sweet. I put someone put that much effort into saying, thanks, lads. That's Hi. great. Mad, it's been nearly six years as well. Yeah, it's also me going, yeah, it is, isn't it? Jeez. Speaking of, of um, your impeccable drip, what happened to your glasses? You never wear your glasses anymore. I keep forgetting them. Oh, <laughs> I need to wear them. I've, I've started watching AEW at home, as you know, and then coming into work, and I always just leave them on me, me desk at home. Oh, yeah, AEW watching glasses. Yeah. My rose-tinted ones. Yeah. Let's <laughs> 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 see things on 1.5 speed. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. To everybody who sends in stuff and people who don't, who just listen for nearly six years Aye. of lovely goodness. What episode number is this? You'll know. We're, we're 298, I think. We're nearly at 300. Whoa! That's, that's, a, lot. that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> what we're going to do for, episode, for the big 300? Oh, yeah. Coke. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, we have to do something different, don't we? Right, sorry. <laughs> eh. well, we forgot the Coke today, didn't we? That's why it's a bit subdued. Jack took it with him when he left. <laughs> That's why Jack's gone to get some more. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, start more rooms. Yeah. That's good. Thank you very much, all of you. Mailbag at Cultaholic.com. Ah, wrist piss. Wrist piss. Hi, lads. I'm not sure if this concept has already been done because there are so many episodes, you know, and I cannot be bothered to go back and check. It's fair enough. But if it hadn't been done before, then I thought it would be cool for this week's Reese's Pieces. 
we look at some wrestling championship belt designs. I've gone through and picked out some of the best and worst belt designs of all time and paired them together. And you guys just have to pick one or to other. Good luck. Cultaholic FC legend and member of the Hall of Faves, Glenny Omega. Hey. Oh, the Glenny Omega. Thank you, Glenny. Let's have a look at these then. All right, so fast as thought first. Uh, the TNA Immortal belt versus the TNA Legends Championship. Hang I'm, on, hang on. TNA Immortal. I'm having to yeah, Google them. Images. TNA Legends. Is that like... Uh, okay, yeah. So Legends is a, a red one. Okay, fair enough. I'm just gonna move the Immortal here. belt. Is oh, oh Jeff dear. Hardy's one. We made it look like himself. <laughs> That's right. I think the, the, the legends wins by a landslide. That's right. Oh I no, know. I love the Jeff Hardy one. I don't know. Jeff, he's got character. That <laughs> it looks like him. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's awful. He's it? a dig. He's such. You know, he's a bad guy. Because I had to tell tell about the like him, and he was smoking. Any belt that looks like you could put it on your face and go, hee hee. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> no, thank you. So much fun. It's been Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, w sorry, NWA World Heavyweight Championship versus the WF Winged Eagle Championship. Winged Eagle. Yeah, got to be Winged oh. Eagle. It's funny that people call it Winged Eagle, as, as Comrade Thompson pointed out, as opposed to what? An yeah. eagle without yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Winged Eagle. Uh, the WWE Hardcore versus the WCW Hardcore. Can you Google the, the WCW Hardcore one? It was just one? like a normal belt. Because the WWF Hardcore one was looked like a mishmash. Look like the a, normal title. The rumor belt. of it being the old belt that they never used and stuff. Uh, this is the one I recognize more uh, as the WCW one. It's mm. that's, yeah, that's just uh, Smiley that. Normans. <laughs> <laughs> With Nick Patrick, they're, they're both stood up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's yeah, WWF for WWE, me. I think Craig Four. Their crates, the vegetables arrive. Oh, I see. Uh, yes, the hardcore one, fantastic. WF Tag Team Championship versus the End of Eight. Sorry, TNA X Division, the current one they're using. Oh. TNA X Division versus the old tag team championships. Steph, yeah, do we have tag team championships? Yeah, that them. Oh, oh, the big red X, of course, yes. Uh, oh, I prefer your classic WF tag team titles, me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the old belts, so yeah, uh, they win. The WWE Spinner Belt versus the Divas Championship. Oh, spinner. 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 Divas, one of the worst, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Down with the butterflies. <laughs> right. <laughs> TNA World Heavyweight Championship from 2011 versus the TNA Knockouts original. TNA World Championship 2011. Purest typing from Ross here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, with the uh, nice. silver. Uh, yeah. And then what was the other one? The uh, TNA Knockouts title. Knockouts title. Yeah. So the World Heavyweight Championship for 2011 is the one that Bobby Roode won for the first time. Uh, that white one, is it, I assume? I guess. Nice, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was white. Nice right? crown on. Yeah, that'll be it because it's got TNA written on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for the knockouts. I like the I'm crown. Going for, I'm going for the world. Yeah, I'm going for the world. Yeah. Mm. I think it just looks like a, a, a bit of a big, big gold, gold ripoff, yeah. Mm. Big gold's it, good, though. Yeah, big gold, but the, the, that's a rubbish-looking photo of it. But, like, with a... Uh, you look at the Bobby Roode one. Who's got it there? Oh, I went to it. Yeah, yeah, it looks I way, way better when it's actually in real life. Right? Yeah. Uh, DW Universal, red, versus DW Universal, blue. <laughs> red. Yeah, red. Uh, I'll I have like to pick a colour. I'll say blue, because it doesn't matter, because it's two to one. <laughs> AEW International Championship versus the Intercontinental Championship. The current? current. Yes. International. Yeah. Yeah. So the old, old, old school one, I'm picking IC. But oh, yeah, yeah, the current one, yeah, whatever. AEW World Championship versus the NXT Championship, the current one. Oh, AEW. Yeah. I think AEW is probably the best one in wrestling, full stop. Yeah. yeah. Very, very pretty. NXT North American Championship versus the WWE Undisputed Championship. 
Oh, I'm a sucker for the North American so legacy. The Rouge, the Rouge strap. Yeah, I'd pick that one. Yeah, I'm going to go that one. Yeah, go on then. Go on, good job. Uh, WWE Women's Championship versus WWE Women's World Championship. So the two current belts on the main roster. Yeah. The Rio one. Yeah, the Rio one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the World Championship. Yeah, but only when it's on Rio. <laughs> IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the fourth version, versus the NXT UK Championship. Uh, well, NXT UK Championship, because that was one of the nicest belts ever. Yeah. Yeah. What's the color design of it? Just remind me. It is. I mean, NXT, what's that UK, NXT UK. There he is. Oh, yeah, because it's got the logo with the, yeah. the horse. Oh, look, lovely. So you want the IWGP? Look what? at all them white lads. IWGP fourth. Is that this one? Fourth version of the heavyweight title. Heavyweight title. Is this, it's that, that's the oh, one. Oh, all, before, the all the screws. <laughs> before the current one, yeah, because that's the current one there. With yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the little spiky yeah, yeah, yeah. bits. That's what I mean, yeah, the one before that then. So that one there. That one's yeah. not that... The fourth version doesn't look that cool. It's like yeah, no. definitely NXT UK. UK it yeah. looks like you yeah. slot stuff on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, which you've just seen the current one versus the WWE Cruiserweight with the oh black, the purple black one. one. Oh, the black not, one, not the purple one then. Yeah. Oh yeah, what are the IWGP? Two evil uh, belts that one. Yeah, uh, I probably pick the IWGP. I agree. Uh, AW Women's versus the TNT Oi Championship. Uh, women's, I Which, think. Which what was the other TNT? Oh, the yeah. TNT title? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm. they both look very similar, don't they? Mm. The current women's, not the old. Do you prefer women or explosions? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember uh, the old women's one? It was tiny. Yeah, it looked that tiny on Rio, didn't it? I'll go for the women's, yeah. Mm, yeah, up the women. Do we have Attitude Era versus the World Heavyweight Championship Big Gold Belt? The Attitude. Was, so be I the thought that e was the wing. No, the circular... Oh, yeah, that's not right, 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 right. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, I've heard um, as well. That's tough. Versus the what, sorry? The, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Big Gold Belt, oh, as the big they call gold it. Belt all day. I love the Big Gold Belt. Yeah. yeah. It's classic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Classic. Ten pounds of gold in the corner, says Gordon Soli. <laughs> that's how he talked. <laughs> I assume the people who watch it don't know who the hell he is. So uh, thank you very much for those wonderful picks. Glenny Omega. Hope the Glenny Omega. Reese's Pieces of Your Own. Please keep them to yourself. And then thought, nah, sod it, might as well share it <laughs> and go to uh, mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah. Oh. <laughs> We've reached the end of another Gerthy podcast. <laughs> is that your Matthew? Oh, yes. <laughs> Churchill, can I save money on my insurance? <laughs> We've reached the other end. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the end of another Gerthy podcast. Uh, now it's time to thank our wonderful producers who are Reno2200. He's from the future. And Noah Anderson. Anderson. The jingles, lads. How are you doing? Oh, it's all right, Matthew. I've only had three cries today. What's the big question this week? It's something to do with Jade Cargill matches and WWE for SEO purposes. Who would you want to see Jade Cargill face in the World Wrestling Entertainment? Well, not me. I'm so intimidated by her, I have to switch off the telly whenever she's on. Oh, my God. I have to go online, the PW Insider free version, and then see how long the trying to get you some coke, and you're slandering his goodness. Where is he? I gave him the money. I'm not going to see him again. Shot on that. 
<laughs> to set the scene, Fightful have reported overnight that AEW, well, former AEW TBS champion Jade Cargill is finishing up with AEW and is expected to go to the WWE. Ooh. Apparently, the uh, the belief is her current AEW deal expires as soon as this week. And while there were discussions about Cargill saying nothing new was ever agreed to, uh, she's uh, slated for a Rampage appearance, but I think that's been recorded by the time we're sat here. She's not uh, slated to appear for any other AEW dates as of us sat here right now. Oh, end of an era. So then, there was a report, as we mentioned earlier, from a AEW source to somebody. So I think it's a bit of a case of sour grapes saying that Jade Cargill would go to NXT. We think that's a load of pish. Yep. She's got to go straight to the main roster. So how do you want to see her debut? Who do you want to see her go up against? I think that's what we're going to I talk. like that you did this better than me. That was yeah, a nice thing. Oh, you yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I think <laughs> having her be the trade to SmackDown Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Indeed. Debut like that just puts her right at the top of the card, Uh and then she can go after whoever. Yeah. Roman Reigns included. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. She should win the US title and then be the longest reigning US champion. Oh, Joe, wrapping it all up like a season finale. It's a callback. No more loose ends. Yes, I like that. Um, Rhea Ripley. I think that's the the obvious one. That's the obvious one. Yeah, but. If you want to introduce her in a big way, that's the biggest match you can get, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Oh, yes. But that means she'd be on Raw. They don't care. Oh. <laughs> Those things only matter when they matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rhea Ripley's the one. LA Knight's been on Raw and SmackDown every bloody week. Yeah, she could wipe out Nia Jax. Nice yeah, start of the company. Just, you know, Jade. I think it's a Jade bomb there. What's her finishing move? The thingy? I forgot the oh, name. Good Lord, it's been so long. Emerald? No. <laughs> She's not Irish. <laughs> We did this in a podcast a while ago. I swear I did the same thing again. So I'm like, a jade's green, right? The jaded. That's it. That's it, the yeah. The jaded. Ba-boom. Do one of them. Yeah. Ba-boom. Yeah. yeah. Off the side of a building. Yeah. Vic Joseph's, Vic Joseph's commentating. Ba-boom. Boom. Bam. All right. Uh, crash, bang, wallop. What a video. You just hear doors smashing. That is somewhat angry at the prospect of Nia Jax being written off television via a jaded off a building. <laughs> <laughs> I like that everyone's getting, yeah it is green yeah thank you uh, everyone's getting upset about the idea oh no Jack's back yeah she's just there just so Jade can beat her up yeah fantastic way to book her yeah Joel anyone else you're going to throw in the mix uh, Becky yeah is she on, she's on Raw is she to win the so NXT, NXT championship yeah oh so, yeah 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 although it, we don't want that do we no we don't um, just straight on the main roster if she goes surely yeah you th- she's sh- got to go main Charlotte's another one just to see how interesting course, that would be yeah. with you know mm. Jade usurping her position, yeah. potentially. Oh, Banker Belair. Just, ah, oh, you think yeah. of the EST until I came here, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting how she inter- interact with Asuka. Just oh, Asuka so. doing her crazy stuff and Jade like... Oh. And it's like, oh, I'm used to dealing with crazy, irrational people. Everyone yeah. goes, oh, she means AW. It would be like, great if we got a mixed tag match at WrestleMania with the return and the ghost of Shaq. <laughs> After he oh went, god yeah, yeah. He went missing in her debut for AEW he comes back he shows up <laughs> via ambulance <laughs> yeah. yeah I think uh, there's a great upside for her hmm. I think the AEW many positives I'm not crapping AEW just there two weeks ago I had a great time but yeah they don't treat women the same way they're just nah. they're kind of like the afterthought whereas WWE were like no nah, the, the stars as well I think it's just oh. the way she came back to TV last well, last weekend as well, Satya, the fact that she, she's just doing the same thing. I know that they were going to give us the blow-off match with uh, Chris Statlander, which is where they were going to before Jade dropped the title, but it just felt like, not that there was a lack of thought put into it, but it felt like the, maybe for Jade returning, there'd be something a bit different, a bit more, and there wasn't. 
So there we go. It just felt like if ever since the debut, we were just like, she's going to be massive in AEW. And then she just, like you said earlier, she's just done the same thing every week, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, yeah. She? Just the same matches. Yep. And I think the way she is, the way she presents herself, the way she wrestles, the look of her, all that sort of stuff, she's, I think she's more suited to WWE than she is yeah. AEW. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I yeah, think yeah. once they put the potion out, it's like absolutely look at her, like how she wrestles, her personality, and everything else that she does. It's be great. And I hope she's not got vertigo because she's going straight to the top, Ross. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Scrummy, scrummy, scrum, scrum. Let's be doing a Ricky Starks and I get one good line in. <laughs> if they actually give uh, Raquel a character, that could be a, a yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Too big, cool. muscly women. Just bike. not smiling like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at my back. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Wear a t shirt. Don't want to see the back of Look anymore. at my t shirt. <laughs> Cover yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, I want to see a band and look at all the tour dates they played. Wow. Um, yeah, I think we've exhausted all the ones there. I bet there's mm. some in NXT as well. Um, obviously, Tiffy Strat has got to be up there because she will be on the main roster, you'd assume, quite mm. soon. Um, but yeah, I guess we've covered all the bases there, have we? It's been quite a short yeah. podcast, hasn't it? In the grand scheme of I don't of things. think there's anything wrong with that. Maybe bring back something we... in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> More Bob Sapu. Have God. you. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, did he use your gift off Richard? But mine was the only food-based one, I think. I've not used it yet. It's in the cupboard. My blue Mount Fuji curry Oh, how was it? I've not used it yet. Oh. Not been brave enough. Yeah. No, he, he said, didn't he? A few, <laughs> yeah. a few people said that they had they tried it and ended up you know, getting intestines removed and stuff. Oh, right. Not that severe, but they had the, the, the scoots, <laughs> as my grand would put it. The what? scoots? Yeah. What I'm going to give that to someone as a gift at Christmas or something. <laughs> what was on. your present, Matthew? I got uh, the... Oh, what's it called? Um, so annoying. I've got the big tiger thing for Medicine Hat. Some th- oh, so oh. the name of it. No, that wasn't, that wasn't somebody off, else, man. That yeah, was that, a bill. Yeah, Montana that bill. Tupman. Oh, crap. You got Bob Sapu. Oh, yeah, I got Bobby Sapu. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it, was, it was just weeks of like, gift receiving. It was yeah. like Hanukkah. Yeah. I need uh, to thank Montana Bill, by the way, because my li- life has been flipped upside down by uh, the introduction to whole coffee beans. Oh. And the, over- uh, the overnight process, which you put in his letter. Oh, if you haven't tried it, try it. And then put it through the air press in the morning so it gets refined even more. Oh, wow. So it is worth doing it. Beans to um, well, powder, I guess. What yeah, call beans it. to powder. Put it in your jug to soak up. This is what, if you want an iced coffee. All right. Soak it overnight in the fridge. Yeah. Just like let it, you know, muster in itself. Is that the right word? I'm trying to speak like a coffee person. I can't. You're doing do a good it. job so far. And then you just basically use your air pre- press like you would in the morning uh-huh. normally. Get a lovely refined cup of, uh, of uh, iced coffee. Ooh. Oof, the flavor. It's intense. I'm going to buy an AeroPress soon. Oh, it's worth it. You need to. I'm, I'm just an instant boy at the moment. But Boo. Yeah. I feel like once, once, you, once I'm telling once you, though, go, it's a double-edged sword. You will not go back yeah, instant unless it's the heard. only thing there. Yeah. Jack Atkins has started using the inverted method, which I haven't tried yet because of my yeah. jittery nature with my hands. I know for a fact, as soon as I feel a bit of warmth, I'll just drop everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be buying several mugs a week. Anyway, that's the end of the wrestling podcast. All right. Yes, it is. <laughs> what a wonderful way to end a lovely week. Uh, we'll be back for more next week. It'll be me, you, and Tom. It will be Tom, yeah, Jack. So make sure you book a week off work. Too. A bit we'll of time off next week, I. Um, oh, it'll be a chaotic one again. It will. I will have to do the Oof. coke before the show, obviously, like last week as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah. In terms of stuff that's coming up, I've got no idea because I was off on Monday, Tuesday this week, so I don't know what's going on. Videos, I imagine. Bless you. Everyone's just recovering from the, the crazy two weeks of so we've I had a wrestling. Shattered last week. Yeah, I know. What a bad you. time it was. God. Same. Uh, I also don't have much to do because I've realized I'm giving myself RSI with my current desk. So I'm waiting for anyone to come in. Oh, lovely. So I'm not being on the PC that Sit much. Sit stand? Like, yeah. Nah, I've editing. 
Yeah. Can't stand yeah. up for that. I don't know. A lot of people oh, yeah. stand desk these days. You, you I'd, I'd, stand up, stood up? No, but I would oh, like okay. to try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, all right, you, you do that. I'm not going to do that. There's so. freaks out there who have the standing desks and then put a treadmill underneath and walk while working. Oh, wow. I can see doing other stuff. I, I, like, maybe one day I'll get that level <laughs> when I grow up. But until then, it's just, ooh, wrestling, I guess. Uh, ooh. Yeah. ooh. I guess I'll be doing ooh. a Twitch streaming on Sunday evening. Yes, I will. And I won't be getting washed out like the poor people who do the Great North Run last <laughs> weekend. Poor sods. My heart breaks for you. That was a different level of rain. Yep. And the Met rules Flash went run. off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, subscribe to Hold and Give if you like football because more content is coming there. A different vibe of content. I'm going to try something new. Ooh. What that will be, find out when it gets published. Ooh. Probably oh, on Sunday. A little tease. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, until then, Joel, anything to plug, actually, before... Uh, what have I been doing? I just edited the true story of the Lex Express. Oh, Lex's failed WWE run. That's so right, that's on yeah. the channel now. Oh, can you plug in? How dare you wow. call it a failure? Just it is, isn't it? Yes, but... <laughs> wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> well, we uh, need a hero, it. and our one in the office is Joel, obviously. So that's something to look forward to. Can't wait to look at that on the Cultaholics. Until then, mailbag at cultaholic.com, patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Also, twitch.tv slash cultaholic for Sam Driver and his haul of balls. He's hey. not streaming tonight. The one time I remember oh, no, going he's tomorrow. not anyway, doing tomorrow, it. Tomorrow, yeah. Just follow. He'll, the he'll VOD will be there if he does stream. Is he streaming? No. 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 Not tonight. Someone will be doing summit. Yeah. All kinds of crazy, wacky people there. Oh, right? other like, eh? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> we are stuttering to an end. Here. Out the podcast. <laughs> so now we're going to look at this. Point of the count of three. What's happened this week? Oh, RIP come. Because obviously he's dead. Could age terribly, but there we go. <laughs> One, two, three. R.I.P. Come. Wagamama. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 